What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. New, 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 new world order. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here. Being involved and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Titans and Thursday Night Roski, where we kick it raw to you today. We got a great show for you today lined up. NFL, the No Fun League, kicks off today with the Kansas City Chefs and the Detroit Losers. This is going to be an interesting game, but it is what it is. And... We got a great show for you today. TikTok, we got a special show for you. We feel bad for Generation Z and millennial women and men. You guys want you a girlfriend so bad. And these girls are decentralizing men. All right, we got a new trend of women hopping on TikTok, drinking the latest feminist Kool-Aid. They're going to decentralize men from their lives. Now, this is what's happening here. The 80-20 rule is in full effect. All right, this is this is has to do with the 80-20 rule. All right, these women that you're going to see on the screen cannot get them a top quality man. And because they can't get them a top quality man, they're going to decentralize everybody else that falls below. I mean, this is what's happening here. And ninjas out here need a girl. They need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. Oh, my gosh. Wait till you see what's going on out here. All right. Anyway, anyway, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious new, one. New, 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 new. AKA Mr. Coachalini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you in here in the Desert Storm Bunker with the none other than EWF, Every Woman's Fantasy, and CGA, the whole effing show, See God Allah, the Black Moses of this, and the eight time demonetized champion of YouTube. All right, we're going to get into the show today. All right, and uh, apparently the cash app is down. I'm not sure if it's down on the phone. It certainly is down on the web browser. Uh, Twitter's going crazy. Uh, Hose is in a bind, all right? They definitely in a bind right now. I'm in a bind. Man. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, he going to tell you, man. You know what? Listen, new, 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 new this is what happens when you depend on these apps. This is what happens when you depend on these apps. Ninja cash app be down. All right, and everybody's scrambling. But I might be available on the mobile app. I have no idea for some reason. Uh, for uh, ba based on what I've been seeing, it's down. It's still down. And uh, you should see the Twitter feed related to Cash App. <laughs> it's so funny. People are trying to get food and they can't get food. Oh man, this is actually probably going to help people get on that Fed now. It's going to help people get on that Fed now. New, 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 <laughs> new, new, new world. Remember that tippy toe ass Cash App dude? Well, he I thought we thought he was tippy toe. The CEO wasn't that cash app ninja got all messed up or is that PayPal? I don't know. All right. I don't know. New, I don't remember. New, I think new, that was cash. App. Ninjas can't get no food. They in a bind. They need me to fix this. That bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. They need me to fix this. That bind. All right. Ninja <laughs> women going to have binds tonight. Just look at it. All right. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, the <laughs> dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. I'll check it on my phone. Uh, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. Um, PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. New, 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 new world Shout order. out to somebody here named Rashad. Shout out to Rashad. He checked in late, all right, right after the, the live stream ended, and he sent him a PayPal. I appreciate that. 
Um, yeah, I got kicked off again. I got canceled on Cash App. I got canceled over here, man. It was a mess. All right. And uh, yeah, man, I be getting canceled everywhere. I was all concerned. Anyway, what do we got here? Shout out to Glenn Beck in the building. Thank you for that coffee. You must be somewhere where it's coffee time. Possibly. Uh, somebody says, former co-worker I know is paying $400 a month for student loans. Yeah, she going to be in a bind for sure. She going to be in, in a bind. bind Nate. All right. Somebody going to need to fix is that bind. All right. <laughs> I love that, by the way. She going to need somebody to fix that bond. All right. What are we doing? Let's get into the day show. How about we do that? I got a little doom and gloom CGA for you. Let's kick it. All right. All right. Doom and gloom CGA. Uh, something that I've been warning you about. Uh, there is some concerns by a company named Mozilla Foundation. No, I don't think it has anything to do with the web browser and not a thing to do with the Heart Foundation either. But the Mozilla Foundation apparently has done their best to work with all of the electric vehicles and they wanted to test how much privacy you're giving away by getting it into your electric vehicle. Indeed. New, 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 new <laughs> all right. world order. And um, apparently these are being reported across the interwebs and it looks like your doom and gloom philosophy is, my doom and gloom philosophy is coming true. And this is something, man, that people need to be very careful of. Tesla tops Mozilla's list of creepiest car makers, but, tw but 25 uh, brands failed basic data privacy. Quote, they're all bad. All right, they're all bad. New, 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 new world order. Uh, it says right here, modern cars are a privacy nightmare. The worst Mozilla's seen in the history of cars. But I told you that y'all ninjas ain't listening. By the way, if you think there's a little bit of hypocrisy related to me using an iPhone and giving up my privacy versus using an electric car, I don't want to hear it. Mm. A new study by the Mozilla Heart Foundation found that all 25 of the car brands it reviewed had glaring privacy concerns, even compared to the makers of sex, toys, and mental health applications. New, 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 new yeah, the mental order. health apps. Giving up all your privacy because you cray-cray and can't get your life together and move on. You know what I mean? You traumatized ninjas. All right? I can't move on. If you're wondering which gadgets have the worst user privacy practices, it turns out the answer may be parked outside. According to the data published by the Mozilla Foundation on Wednesday, Cars are the official worst category of products for privacy that it's ever reviewed. The global nonprofit found that 92% of the reviewed automakers provided, uh, provide drivers with little, if any, control over their personal data, with 84% sharing user data with outside parties. Best known for its open source Firefox. I guess it is has to do with Firefox. Speaking of privacy, <laughs> right? Mozilla Foundation claims to stand up for the health of the internet. It produced several reports and guides under its privacy not included series over the years that details how products and services like mental health apps and app stores handle user data with advice on how to best protect yourself. And it says right here, what has four wheels collects your sexual activity data and sells your personal information, probably your car. All right, which ones failed the test? Well, 
All 25 of the car brands that were researched for the report, including Ford, Toyota, Volkswagen, Volkswagen, all right, BMW, badly made women, and Tesla failed to meet the nonprofit organization's minimum privacy standards and were found to collect more personal data from customers than necessary. This kind of information collected varies from personal information like medical data to how drivers are using the vehicle itself, such as how fast they drive, where they drive, and even the music they listen to. Both Nissan and Kia are noted to allow the collection of information regarding a user's sex life. You virgins might not have to worry about this. All right. It collects, it says, Mozilla found that numerous car companies collect sensitive information from users like photos, immigration status, and even sexual activity. Wow. New, 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 new world order. And if you want to know, I've been actually telling, you know, well, listen, I've been telling you that's the stuff they are doing. It says right here, um, Hyundai promises to comply with lawful requests, whether formal or informal, to share your information with government and law enforcement. Oh, new, 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 new world order. Law enforcement. Hi, yay, yay. Uh, people have been making concerns about vi- vi- vehicles, especially the electric vehicles. The electric vehicles are the, the number one way to get people to give up their data and their control, man. I'm telling you. I mean, don't get a ticket. They don't even know, they're not even going to need to put boots on your car. Um, I think it was Fat Joe or, or some rapper was talking about the car just going to take you to the police station if you have a warrant. You're going to get in your car. It's just going to take you over there. All right, so... You know, if you have any Apple, probably the CarPlay app, any of these apps, or you're giving up mad data, absolutely reprehensible and despicable. Watch out for your car manufacturers. They are agents of the state and agents of the chaos. Wow. Woo, it's crazy. Speaking of doom and gloom, this individual right here, give him the bell. Ring the bell on this guy right here. Apparently his name is Danny Masterson. He's recently been sentenced to 30 years to life in prison for graping two women. Give him an L. And apparently that verdict came down today. Going to the pokey for 30 years after getting in Hollywood. And of course, he tried to get aligned with the Church of Scientology. And apparently the two women that, um, that accused him of rape that he's now convicted for were members of the Church of Scientology. And the incident allegedly happened. Uh, when he was an actor in 2001 and 2002. All right, so there were two separate incidences. By the way, if you're not counting, that's over 20 years ago. So he's been convicted of separate incidences from, well, 2001 and 2003 at his house in the Hollywood Hills. So this is a 20-year-old claim that has come to light. Um, The women, I'm not sure when they made the allegation. All right, and there was a third woman but the jury was deadlocked. So he had several women claiming that he graped them and he was therefore convicted on two out of the three. He'll be eligible for parole in 25 and a half years. The case drew attention in part because Masterson met the women through the Church of Scientology and his accuser said the organization discouraged them from contacting law enforcement. The Church of Scientology denied that claim and said Masterson's religion should not be used as an issue in the case. And stuff and such and such and stuff right there. There you go, right there. Um, you guys got to be careful out here. You guys got to be careful, especially if you are a high-value man. You're trying to be a high-value man. You're trying to ascend to the heights, trying to get noticed, trying to get some free fornication, 
okay? Women can remove consent after the fact and or, you know, after after a couple of decades come out on you, man. Terrible, terrible situation. He should be punished to the full extent of the law if he, in fact, committed this crime. But I'm sure there's a lot of confusion to details because the problem is how do you gather details and evidence on a case from 20 years ago? I'm not saying he didn't do it. But certainly he has a problem if you've had several women coming across. But there, we don't know there's false alligators coming along and where there's smoke, there's fire. But you got to protect yourself. 30 years in the poke for, the, some, for some puss. All right. Um, people think that it, just because you have status, women are free. Right? But now, man, you got to be hypervigilant. They came to his house. Like, what did they think was going to happen? Right? Hold up for a second. Come on, fam. Tell women. Don't come to my house if you don't want to give me no badunkadunk. Don't come to my house. Like, you before you leave, hey, you want to come over? Yeah, sure, I'll come over. Uh, you giving up the ass? No? Okay, don't come over. All right, listen. Mm-hmm. Only come over if you want to give up the, the booty. And even then, it ain't, it ain't even that. It ain't even worth it, man. Look, sometimes the junior college is a great answer, and monk mode is the best answer. What I will tell you guys is that Free women cost the most. <laughs> free women cost the most. Ninja want to argue me all day long. Free women cost the most, right? Free women cost the most. And then when you're trying to take the puss, man, my God, this is disgraceful. Don't be so desperate as to try to take some puss. But but I'm just trying to figure out the details. These women came to the house, separate incidents between 2001, 2003. What happened here? I mean, the stories are absolutely weird. Stories are weird. I think... Listen, I think a lot about this case, but I just don't know the details. Oh, man. Anyway, that's doom and gloom for today. Okay. All right. Let me check on what's going on. We got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. I think so. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we're back. Let's see what's up in the Straggle and Sniggle world. Apparently, these hoes winning. Mm. All right, let's check in on these hoes winning. We're going to review a video taken from it looks like a Bed Bath and Beyond type store or a uh, Bath and Body Works type store in Downey. Anybody know what's up in Downey? Cyprus and all of that. Let's go to Downey, California. And uh, in California, it's all out anarchy. California's falling apart. All right, they're falling apart. You know, they have anti-theft laws. Um, they have theft laws that which if the person doesn't take over $995, they cannot be arrested for the most part. They're just going to be issued a citation. Uh, there's going to be no arrest, no bail. And uh, it doesn't prevent people from doing it. But of course, Gruesome Newsome is allowing this to happen. New, 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 new world order. And they're allowing the full chaos to ensue. I think some of these groups are organized crime and uh, potentially they got, got something going on. But let's take a look at what happened. Damn, look at them stragglers. Look at them straggles. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, Bath and Body Works. I mean, the, this is definitely an organized hit. And um, you got this little straggle right there. I mean, she's got a got a tray full of uh, candles. How do you not know they're not going to steal that? But, of course, you cannot attempt to 
prevent them from steal as well because you can catch an assault charge. But here we go right here. I mean, John's wait a minute. Let's turn it down. Let's turn it down. I mean, these are some authentic straggles. Look at this straggle right here. Look at this old, look at this straggle right there. God dang. Oh, she stopped and she hit that. She hit that joystick pretty good. Oh, and she went back. Boy, see that? You see how they organize? Um, Look at this straggle right here. <laughs> oh, man, here she come hitting that corner. She got out of there, but look at this straggle. All right, look at this old nappy-headed ass, nappy-headed hose right there. Call them nappy-headed hose. <laughs> All right, so apparently soap and candles and body, and, and oh, look at this straggle right there. Oh, look at this. All right, the damaged property. I don't know if this is, I think this is, um, he has an apron on. I think that might be an employee, but take a look at these straggles. Trying to get out of there with some candles. And they was quick with the pivot, too. Look at them. I mean, they could be playing basketball, soccer, volleyball, but they out here, look at these damn straggles. Look at these nappy-headed hoes. All right, out here acting stupid. All right, fatherless activity at best. Look at these girls right here. Yo, future wives out here shoplifting. Uh, look at that move. That was actually pretty classic. Dropped it, and then when he got distracted, picked it back up. That was pretty good. Look at this nappy-headed hoe right here. All right, <laughs> look, at, look at this one right here. All right, they look like sisters for sure. All right, got a handful of, what do you got, body wash? Like, what is this? <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. This is terrible. We live in a horrible world, man. Man, Negroes. You know what I mean? <laughs> niggas, niggas. Hey, oh, she didn't pick it up? But that was a good move. She hit him with the stutter step. She jabbed. All right. She hit him with that uh, outside step. She leaned, gathered herself, and then she stepped back, picked it up. She tried to get it. <laughs> this is doing the most. But it's not just black folks. Apparently, we do have another straggle here. And it seems to be either a white or Latina straggle. And um, apparently, she does not want to pay for her nails to get done. Uh, let's take you to the scene of the crime. Tea to worst nail experience. I'm not paying for these nails. They literally look like shit. I'm you sorry. I'm not. Look at them. Don't fucking record me. I'm, I'm, I'm recording you for my own safety. You need to pay me. Look at them. Look at I do your nail. Look at People, look please at look at these nails. They're all right, I wanted to look at the nails. Uh, the nail, that's actually a bad job. All right, that's actually a pretty bad job. I wanted to see what she was doing here. Yeah, uh, I don't think the job is finished. Apparently. Who did that? A blind mice? I can actually paint nails better than that. Jesus. All right, I see her problem here. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, they did her dirty. Okay. There's polish all over my finger. I'm not paying for these nails. Look at this one right here. Good Lord. Look at, man, what in the world is going on in our world today, man? Look at this. You know they got a sex trafficking operation in the back. I mean, the nail salon is a front. All right, that's the front operation. She turned tricks and got a whole bunch of flat back Asian leanlings in the back. Loving ninjas long time in the back. What the hell is that? I'm looking at her like, wait a minute. Oh, man. All right. The nail, I don't think the nail salon, I think the nail salon is a front operation for the, for the, for the jerking, the tugging, rubbing tug in the back. 
All right, what are we doing? Don't fucking record me, okay? You need to pay before you get out. I am not. Please back away from the door. No, you cannot do it now. Seriously, you need to get out. Move. Oh, oh, pushed her down pretty easily there. Look how fast she went down. I mean, crumbled. She, dude, ladies, man, they ladies be weak. She crumbled in a heap just on that little ass push. Man, ladies work on your agility. Uh, what is else is going on here? I am not paying. Oh, she gone. I am not paying for these nails. Please stop following me. What are you doing? You're crazy. Stop. That's definitely a Kaylee. Uh, I'm not paying you. Stop. T to worst. Oh, man. We're seeing the degradation of our society right here in front of us. That Kaylee out there. Kaylee, man, at least pay her a couple of dollars, you know. Uh, that was a shitty nail job, though. I, would, I will give her that. Uh, you must have said something to her. I'm going to blame you. All right, because look, this is the nail job right there. That's tragic. Yeah, I don't know if I would have paid for that either. Oh, man, that's terrible. That is terrible. All right, the customer service there needs to definitely be. Why would she want to? Something happened there. There's something missing in the story. All right, what are we doing? She had that broom, too. She do look like a witch. She do look like a witch. Look, she had that broom, too. She was going to get on that, like, I dream a genie. Oh, I guess you can't say it. See it right there. She was going to get on that broom, too, and fly. She can fly. She can fly. Look, she got that broom. <laughs> she got her witch's broom. <laughs> Look, she chasing her with that broom. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What's going on with the world, man? All right. What's up with the love? What's up with the love? We got Straggle Sniggle Theater here. Uh, what do we got? Oh, wait. I don't even have my banner up. Let's get my banner up. All right, hold on for a second. I know this is going to pop up here. All right, Straggle Sniggle Theater right there. Uh, apparently, we got another uh, sugar baby out here putting her sugar daddy in check, of course. We know it's a Straggle and Sniggle special. When girls try to hide their ugly sugar daddies in their story. Okay, she's showing the double R. Here we go. It's getting mad hot in the bag. Bro. I can't breathe. You know I'm taking a story. Why do you I have get to it, talk? I damn bag's hot. I don't the care if it's hot. You know I'm taking a story, bro. <laughs> oh, no. This is terrible. All right. Look. Oh, yeah. Rolling with cash like that. Stacks. All right. Sugar daddy, man. Get him. Get him, daddy. Okay, daddy. Get him, daddy. He said it's getting mad hot in the bag. Mad hot in the bag. Bro. I can't breathe. You know I'm taking a story. Why do you I have to talk? I get it. The damn bag's hot. I don't the care if it's hot. You know I'm taking a story. Oh. Look at the pappy right there. I'm happy. Yeah, man. You know, these girls, man, they got to pay Sugar Daddy. Sugar Daddy got to pay them, you know, so clout is not free either. Clout is not free either. Oh. <laughs> it's getting mad hot in the bag. Bro. I can't breathe. You know I'm taking a story. Why do you I have get to it, talk? damn bag's hot. I don't the care if it's hot. You know I'm taking a story, bro. Yeah. You know, girls like this, you know, they not free. They're not free. They'd certainly be in binds, and you can fix his that bind. bind you can fix his that bind. Uh, we got another straggle right here on Straggle and Sniggle Theater, apparently. People came with the receipts. This is a woman right here. Her name is Day, or Daya, or Daisha, Dasha. Okay, she says, baby, I'm past my hood ninja stage. I like a grown-ass man. Buy me flowers. Surprise me with my favorite restaurant. Take me on a picnic. Help me reach my goals, etc. A man that's in the streets more than he is with me is a turnoff. Oh, okay. 
And that's you. Oh, okay. Well, same woman here. So glad to be a mommy. Oh, no. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. <sighs> they never learn, do they? They never learn. They always do it out of order. I need a man that is right now. I'm done with the hood ninja stage. Several months ago, March, tw March 2022, single mother strike. And that's you. Pookie got them guts and skeeted in them. Skeeted in them so good you produced another soon Pookie, a future Pookie. But let's go back. Now she wants Idris Elba. You ever see those women? They'd be like, Idris Elba is my dream guy, but they baby daddy look like a hood Pookie ninja. Now she want her Idris Elba. <laughs> All right. Baby, baby, I'm past my hood ninja stage. I like a grown ass man. <laughs> and she a 304 right here. Buy me flowers. Surprise me with my favorite restaurant. Take me on a picnic. I deserve a picnic date. Help me reach my goals, all right? Help me reach my goals. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> all right, and a, a man that's in the street more than he is with me is a turnoff. Oh, it's a turnoff now. Oh, of course. And that's you. Now, uh, the baby already looked 50, 11 years old. The baby looked like he already have a baby. The baby looked like he already uh, skitty pop pop somebody this week. Name the city this drag is from. Name the city. <laughs> the, the, the baby about to put out an album already. The baby. Anyway, the baby already about to put out a rap album. All right, and look at this woman. This one's going to be a great mom. This kid's going to be fantastic. I'm just letting you know right now. This kid is going to be fantastic. Uh, future society member of society. I hate to stereotype, but yeah. This woman's going to make a good son. She's going to raise a good son. And some ninja going to raise a good stepson. All right? Because some ninja, hey, listen, I will fix this her bind. I mean, I'm going to just let you know. She in the bind. I will I'm fix this. I will fix his the bind. She is has a bind that's fixable. That's for sure. Uh, but that about it. Mm. All right? That, and I'm not going full stepdaddy. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Strago and Sniggle Theater. Somebody said uh, Chicago, Detroit, Memphis. She looks definitely Midwestern, a Midwestern straggle. The baby looks like me. Oh, that little ninja ain't mine. That little ninja ain't mine. Uh, I'll give her, I'll gives her a baby. I definitely could fix his or mine, and I could give her a baby too. Coach with it. Was it the baby Harris? No, that ain't it. There's something else I can fix his or mine. I can fix his or mine. Indianapolis. Yeah, she looked like an Indianapolis straggle. Down at straggle rock. She looked like a Midwestern straggle. Is the baby hairs gave it away? Yeah. Oh, I'm not starving. I, I just will. <laughs> Little CGA. I don't think that look. Oh, maybe it does look like me. Maybe I am the pappy. Okay, all right. You found out. I'm the pappy. All right, it's my baby. It's my, well, I better not say that. I'm Pepe. I better not say that out loud because she'll find this and put this baby on me. I'm Pepe. <laughs> How many STIs do you think she's had in her entire life? Over under, over under three STIs. Okay. 
let's include early terminations of pregnancy. Over under five STIs and early terminations of pregnancy combined. Over or under five. All right, this is... <laughs> All right, Indianapolis for sure. All right, man, the sun is actually crazy behind me. Go. Oh, man. That baby ain't mine. I am not the father of that chocolatey baby. Let's get to this one right here. Apparently, White Wolf is alive and well. He did not disappear. White Wolf is alive and well. Florida man busted with guns, drugs, and prostitutes. In a luxe. Nantucket Yacht Raid. Okay, the girls are crazy. Doctor who owns 80-foot Jesscon Nordhav, Nordhaven, Nordhaven Yacht busted on guns and drug charges. The ninja was trying to uh, shake the spot. I see. Just what the doctor ordered. The ninja got girls out there that, you know, rent was due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. White Wolf here. They had to pull up on him, and he had girls with their feet out, sniffing coca, and running trainings, indeed. Trainings. <laughs> why they, why they do him that, all right? He's just living his best life. Just what the doctor ordered. Coca, ketamine, firearms, and junior college girls on a multi-million dollar 80-foot luxury yacht moored in Massachusetts, Nantucket Harbor on Tuesday. Police responded to a call to dispatch about a woman possibly overdosed. Oh, not the three. One of your 304s overdosed. Ah, Jesus. That's definitely, you know, you want to throw the bitch overboard. You're like, oh, no. You're going to bust up my old operation. She probably was like, I can do several lines. Watch this. And she went crazy. This is like the movie Boogie Nights. Remember the movie Boogie Nights? All right. They had that party and they had that Kaylee snorting lines and she was all seizuring. And it was like, oh, shit. All right. Get, take her out there. Get, get, get her out of here. Mm. <laughs> he was just living. And one of the Kayleys couldn't handle her coca. This is unbelievable. And so he was having a good time running a trying. <laughs> and now he's sitting up there. He got to go to jail because one of these Kayleys can't handle their coca. All right. Anyway, yeah, make her walk. He could have threw her ass right over the damn. You know, he thought about it. You know, he thought about it. You know, he says, shit, let's throw, throw her ass over. Well, let me look at the boat. You know, they was like, throw this bitch over. Mm. Roller girl. Was it roller girl? All right. Well, I can't remember. Oh, man. He's like this one schizoid. I knew I shouldn't have to bring her on a boat. All right. Let's see the rest of the story here. Uh, it says right there, uh, dispatch call for a woman's possible overdose on the Jets Con, a petite super yacht. All right. Has a have uh, arrested its owner, a former physician from Colorado who retired in Florida. Damn, she messed up his whole operation. Trying. Messed up his whole, he was living a good life. He was living his best life in all over a hoe, all over a 304. Mm. Damn. He worked hard, retired, bought him a yacht, had junior college girls, Liddy, drugs, guns. He was like, this is the best life ever. One girl messed his ass, messed him up. Mm. Seaman shoes on this. 
Ay, ay, ay. Scott Burke, the yachtsman, faces a dozen drug and firearm charges following the encounter and a search warrant served on the vessel. Authorities, oh, we got a picture of him. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Authorities include, including the U.S. Coast Guard, Nantucket Police, and the local harbor master boarded the craft Tuesday morning and found a disoriented woman in the master bedroom. Trying. <laughs> oh, man. These girls got no shame. She in the master bedroom. Oh, no, with her feet out, too, I'm sure. She appeared to be under the influence of an unknown substance, a police statement of fact read. She also stated that she did not feel safe. Of course. Trying. She was taken to the Nantucket Cottage Hospital. Here's the guy right here, of course, married, and he's got his two. He got his 1.9 kids. All right. They on their blue chip mindset. He living his best life. He left the wife back in Colorado. He got 304s on the boat. Trying. <laughs> All right. And yeah, messed this whole shit up. Police also found a loaded firearm and a pink bag of coca in the room. The court documents allege after obtaining a search warrant, police say they recovered 43.4 grams of coca. I don't know. Is that a lot? 14.1 grams of ketamine. I don't even know what that is. A source close to the investigation reportedly told the Nantucket Current that authorities also encountered prostitutes on the boat. Yeah. Trying. <laughs> oh, no. Burke allegedly told police he had a license for the handgun, but police said his Florida license was not only invalid in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, it expired last year. Okay. There he is right there. White Wolf. White Wolf. Okay, let me see if I can find something else. They're talking about all of that. He was released on bail, but attempts to reach him for comment were unsuccessful. He's about to get divorced. Great, the kingdom come. According to his leaked in, it says public records show that Burke obtained his medical license in Colorado in 81. It was last renewed in 2019. He has owned at least two other large vessels um, over the years, a 90 and 58 foot um, uh, long boat. And um, it says, according to his LinkedIn profile, he also founded a medical lien service firm called Injury Finance in 2003. And as a physician specialized in spine rehab and pain, his bio says he retired from active medical practice. And I'm not sure when, but he, he definitely thought life was good. He definitely thought life was good. Oh, it says the model. Uh, let me see here. He enjoys it says right here. The model is marketed to globetrotters who enjoy summers in the Mediterranean, winters in the Caribbean. All right. Yeah, man. Yo. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, you know, you can have a plan, but just like it. <laughs> uh, expect the straggle to ruin your plan. All right. Good Lord. All right. So let's get to the super chats and then we'll get back on with the rest of the show. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Indeed. All right. Wow. The show is already litty. The show is already litty, man. Let me see. We're actually cruising almost to the, you know, towards the end of the week. I try to make these shows shorter. All right. But uh, we're cruising for a bruising. Shout out to Newski. Thanks for sharing everything over on Locals, by the way. He says, the truth, 100%, and the truth shall set you free. The truth shall, shall set you free. Do you guys know that? That's why people aren't free, because they don't like 
the truth. Shout out to Eugene says, damn bags, hot coach. Can't breathe. You can't breathe. All right. Shout out to you, sugar daddy out here. Sugar daddies of the world. Damn daddy. He said, this is, this box, this, I think he said this box is, this hat is, um, not this hat. This bag is mad hot. Something like that. El Jefe, uh, Dylan Dennis is getting sued by Logan Paul's fiance. NFL starts tonight. Short show tonight. Yeah. Now I'm going to catch maybe the third or fourth quarter. Macaroni Tony, Ninja's dream girl was in the club on Wednesday dancing to doing the butt all night long. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. Sexy, sexy. Your dream girl was getting fondled last night by somebody else. Yeah, man. If you tell the truth, if you're a truth teller, they will actually be mad at you. And then they will say what you're saying ain't the truth. Isn't it weird? Henry Brazilian. My daughter's teacher and principal agreed with me that her grandmother should not be at the school on my pickup days. She has been banned on my days. Shout out to you, Henry Resilient. Hey, um, just little by little. Little by little. You know what I mean? Make sure you don't show up there outraged. Just little by little. Explain your situation. The, the parent does not have parental rights to remove your daughter, especially on your days. And uh, these people, man, these women, I mean, you give them an inch, they take a country-ass mile. They're very much violators out here. I, in, this, in this conversation about men and fathers, women are the most egregious violators of parental rights in the history of the time, in the history of world. It's terrible. And so I never, I never believe a woman that say the father's not active, the father's a deadbeat. Never believe them. It's almost inevitably false. Right. Uh, the conditions that they made around the guy made his ass leave. Now right, he's like, I ain't dealing with this shit. We're going to show you that in a minute because we got a strag up here uh, trying to poison our kid. Parental alienate the kid. Women commit parental alienation. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. And when a guy give up and he was like, I ain't putting up with this shit. Oh, he a deadbeat. It's crazy. Uh, but uh, shout out to you, man. Hey, just, you know, little by little, you're going to deal with this a lot. Mr. Albert says, Eagle fans here. I hope the chefs lose all their games. I'm still pissed. Mm. Shout out to Jalen Hurts. He tried pretty good to get to that, that win, that dub. But Patrick Mahomes, he's unstoppable. He's unstoppable. All right, the Emperor with the co-sponsorship. Shout out to you, brother. I'm rich, Coach. I wake up at 3.35 a.m. to work out every day, and every day I see repo trucks going crazy. I flagged down one of the drivers, and he said times are hard. He said people who look like they got it are really struggling. The JUCO is lit. I'm also age 24. Shout out to you. Thank you for the co-sponsorship. Talk to strippers. Talk to people in red pill jobs, repo trucks. They'll tell you what's going on in this economy. They'll tell you what's going on in this economy. And by the way, if you're just a new viewer, what I'm telling you that's going down now, what people are experiencing, I told you we were going to be here in 2019. Nobody believed me. I was telling you in 2019, I was like, we are about to be fucked up. (laughs) All right. And people were like, nah, man, we living good. 2020 came. I was like, ooh. Then the coof came, the COVID came. I was like, oh, this is it. I was like, we will not recover from this. Oh, you're so negative. You're so pessimistic. I was like, there's no way we can recover from this because we cannot stop working 
And then all of a sudden, just restart the economy. I was like, this shit gonna catch up. I just know too much. And I'm not even an economist. I had a guy with the economics degree, and he was a he's a fan. He's a coach gang member. I don't know if he is anymore because I was right. He was telling me how wrong I was. He was like, you don't know what you're talking about, this and that. And according, if we take the slide chart and the parallelogram, he was like, we'll be good. I was like, no, we're in trouble, <laughs> right? Mm. Since 2019, he says, I believed you. And I was making streams become recession-proof. Everybody's like, what recession? I was like, dude, we are fucked. We fucked, <laughs> right? It's crazy. Lions up. Yep, remember barbarian at the gate? I was like, the barbarian is at the gate. Everybody's like, what does that mean? Are you talking about white men? And people are trying to make it race. What, it's the white man? Somebody's coming in? I was like, nah, that, the barbarian's at the gate. It's, there's, no, there's no recovering from this in the, in the short term. We're going to go through some shit. We're about to go through some shit. So what you don't see is because people can drive cars, right? People have fancy cars and stuff like that, and they have a house and all that stuff. Remember the housing market was going crazy? And I was like, don't buy. I was like, you'd be an idiot if you buy. I was like, don't do it. All right. Uh, and everybody's like, no, you can buy your house. All you have to do is. I was like, don't do it. <laughs> right. I was saying this and here we are, man. And I never had, I never had a belief that I was wrong. I was like, I'm going to be right on the head. Then the election of 2020, I was like, we through. All right, we threw. I was like, there's no way we recover from this. All right, it's like, there's just too much stupidity going on. Oh, the student loan's going to get canceled, and we're going to have extra money. I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> All right. Uh, dude, I was like, we're in trouble. Do you see we're up trouble? We're up Shit's Creek? So I was making streams become recession-proof. All right? And um, I said, live the free agent lifestyle. Oh, I also said, don't take on any dead weight. All right, don't take on any dead weight. I'm like, do not get into relationships. Do not move any girlfriends in. Remember I was telling you that? That was like two years ago. I was like, don't do it. That's the worst thing. Don't get married. Don't have kids right now. Here we are. Here we are. So shout out to everybody, man. Uh, repo man out here working hard. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. The dictator says football season. Broncos, let's ride. The Broncos are in trouble. He says it's not being negative, it's being honest. Shout out to you. The Broncos, they're in trouble, fam. I mean, listen, they open up against the Raiders this weekend. That's going to be L number one, but the Raiders are in trouble. All right. What's going on with Chandler Jones? This is crazy. Chandler, get it together. All right, right before the season, fam, Ninja going to snap out. But Russell Wilson about to disappoint y'all. Y'all, Russell Wilson about to disappoint y'all again, fam. Y'all banking on Russell Wilson? He about to have y'all pissed off by week four. Week four. Anyway. Um, yeah. Russell Wilson, yeah. Well, who's the backup? I think the backup for the Broncos was the backup for the Raiders um, last year. He about to be playing. He about to be playing for y'all. Russell Wilson about to disappoint the shit out of y'all. I mean, and the coach knows it, by the way. You know the coach knows it. Coach already calling him out. The coach already calling him out. Coach already be like, man, what the hell are you doing? Why are you at the hospital and kissing babies and shit like that? 
Yeah, Bri Russell Wilson about to disappoint y'all. They in trouble. All right. Anyway, <laughs> right. Russell Wilson about to make y'all mad to the world. All right. All the teams that are going to be in trouble. Maybe we'll do it on the, uh, the CGA sports show. Maybe we'll do, you know what? We'll do it live. Maybe on Saturday, we'll do a, a, a NFL. We'll do an NFL because I think I did one on uh, NFL schedule release. I did one on the NFL schedule release. So what we'll do, if you guys are interested this weekend, all right, um, go to this channel right here and uh, we'll do a CGA Sports NFL preview. That's what we'll do. We'll, we'll do it like for an hour or so. Uh, I'll show you the channel to go to and I'll drop the link. And I'll give you the teams that are in trouble as of week one. All right. Week one, who's in trouble? Here's the channel, CGA Sports. I think I did the other stream on the CGA Got Game channel. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it over here. We'll go through each team for about an hour. We'll do a live stream maybe this weekend, Saturday. All right. And I'm going to tell you every team that's about to get their ass kicked by week four. All right, let me paste it in the chat right there. Go, go sub to that right there. And uh, yeah, we'll do it. All right, we'll do it. This will be fun, man, because football season, the next 25 weeks are about to be lit. All right, anyway, <laughs> Russell Wilson. Broncos, your team. Mm. All right, I'm going to tell you the teams are in trouble. We'll do it. We'll do it live this weekend. Shout out to the dictator and shout out to Brown through and O. He said, shout out to all the pretty feet ladies that are in a bind. We here. I'm in a bind, Nate. We here for you. We're here for you. We're definitely here for you ladies that are in binds. All right. This, oh, by the way, this is the perfect situation. This is why we kind of transitioned into the junior college content, right? That wasn't around until 2021 or 2022. I think more like 2022 because we were like, there's going to be, it's going to be opportunities out here here in the junior college. All right, it's going to be crazy, but you got to protect yourself. I think we need to get back to the show. We love it around here. All right, we love it around here. So we'll get it. We're going to tell everybody. And, of course, Kansas City, we'll know a little bit more about them. They got Travis Kelsey already. It's, you know, we'll see what the Detroit Lions are. If they're all talk, if the hype is up for the, de the Detroit Lions, if we're going to talk about Derek Carr, We'll talk about some college football. We're going to light it up. All right, what are we doing here? And I'll be honest, I won't, I won't cape for the Raiders. I won't cape for the Raiders. <laughs> All right, the cheapest money out here is the junior college. Let's get back to the show about this evil, another evil, evil mother. Check it out. We talked about mommy, down, uh, mommy meltdown the other day. And we talked about how women alienate their children from fathers. And it goes unpunished. It goes unprosecuted. Well, here is one of the most despicable, egregious mothers caught on video camera alienating a father from their young daughter. And this woman is trying to coach her young daughter to say that the dad violated, a.k.a. touched the daughter improperly, inappropriately. Let's take you to the video. This is a man that fucked with you. Rico, he's mean and you don't like him. Did I do that? You don't fuck with him. Did I do that? Do you hear me? He touched you? Yes, he did. Didn't he? Yep. No, I well, didn't. I fucking thought. Look at you, so... <laughs> you got your own camera. This is a man that fucked with you. 
Rico. He's mean and you don't like him. Did I do that? You don't fuck with him. Did I do that? Do you hear me? He touched you? Yes, he did. Didn't he? Yep. No, I well, didn't. I fucking thought. Look at you, so. <laughs> now, what it is, this is not the child's father. So it looks like if I got the story right, the mother was yelling at her daughter to get her consent to her boyfriend graping her because she was angry with him, but her daughter just shook her head no. Her mother then continued to yell at her. So this is not the child's father, which gives you an idea that this despicable character can't even keep the father around, certainly can't keep another man around, and he probably think he was the dad that stepped up, but his ass might be the dad that stepped into jail as she tries to pin false charges on her. Absolutely despicable, egregious, I'm telling you, this shit goes on out here. This is very, very, very sad. This is a sad thing to see. And she's doing this out of spite and vindictiveness. She's trying to get hurt. She's trying to get leverage, trying to keep the man around or punish him for not being. Yeah, this is very demonic. I'm telling you, man, this is very, this, these people should be punished for this. Now, here's the deal. <gasps> he got her on camera. And no, this isn't a skit because why would they do this? And the woman's yelling in the daughter's face and coaching her. It's on camera. Let's see. This is a man that fucked with you. Rico. Look at the floor. Look at the floor of this estate here. I mean, He's mean, I mean her toes are dumb, but Jesus. mean and you don't like him. Did I He's mean and you don't like him. I do that? You don't fuck with him. Did wow. These are the mothers that everybody's saying, dear mama. These are the mothers everybody says, these Debbie daddies. These are the mothers that say black men are the, are the problem. These are the mothers that say dads are deadbeats. These are the mothers that be in child support court. These are the mothers that be divorcing you. I'm telling you. And these kids are going to be destroyed. This is sad. This is sad. Wow. Did I do that? Do you hear me? He touched you? So she said no right there. The daughter shook her head. And look at how she's screaming in her face. Yes, he did, this poor kid. Wow. I mean, this might be one of the lowest videos. This might be the all-time low right here. Yes, he did. Didn't he? I already told you no. Yep. No, I well, didn't. I fucking thought. Look at you, so... <laughs> wow. And you can tell she's not upset about the what she's alleging here. If she was upset, she would be more trying to choke this guy. She would be calling the authorities, CPS. She would be calling, taking the, the daughter to the doctor, right? But she can't. And I'm going to tell you, these women do this, and, um, and you'll go to the hospital. She'll take it all the way to the hospital, get the kid checked up, violated, all right? Completely traumatized by an experience, just to prove her point. She'll have the counselors coming over. She'll prevent the father from being involved. She'll get in the counselor's ear. Very manip manipulative women. Very manipulative women. It's sad out here. And of course, people will forget all about it. And then when it's time for a deadbeat dad to be talked about, they'll be shaming deadbeat dad. We've seen this with Boosie. We've seen this with Kel Mitchell. You've seen this with Coach Greg Adams. You've seen this. I mean, how many more stories do you want to see of this? You're seeing this with Tyrese. You're seeing so many stories of this alienation of the father from the uh, the child. 
And they do everything they can. They use every angle, the court, therapists, doctors, counselors, hospitals, the internet. They'll use every reason, but then complain that men don't stick around and fight hard enough for their kids. It is sad. Sad. Sad as fuck. Wow. <gasps> you got your own camera. This is the man that fucked with you. Rico, he's mean and you don't like him. Did I do that? You don't fuck with him. Did I do that? Do you hear me? He touched you? Yes, he did. Didn't he? Yep. No, I well, didn't. I fucking thought. Look at you, so... <laughs> you got your own camera. Yeah, 50 Cent. I mean, it, the story just goes on and on. And the sad part is... There's fathers that you don't even know the name of. John, Rich, Deshante, Devante. All of us go through this shit. This demonic shit. Right? I'm glad he got it on camera, but he needs to get the hell up out of there. He said, this is a trigger moment. Yeah. I should have told you. Well, they did say trigger warning. I should have gave you a trigger warning. Be careful out here, guys. This is no joke. I think these women are insane. They're psycho. And uh, here's, the, here's what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. This is what doesn't make sense about this. And there's not much that needs to be said about this. Any woman doing this is clearly mentally unstable. There's women that will even admit that they're mentally unstable. They'll admit that they're going through therapy. They'll admit that they're depressed. They'll admit that they're thinking of taking their own lives. They'll try to convince and coach your kids the same. You need therapy. You need, you're going to harm yourself. You need to watch out. And the kid will, the kid will comply with the mother because people think the mother knows best and the kid will love. Now, you know what happens? Why doesn't, why, do, and fathers will just abandon. They'll leave. They'll just say, I'll love from a distance because loving up close is going to make me more vulnerable because all they're going to do is put charges on you and keep the bullshit going. If she can convince the child, as you see the mom coaching the child, if she can continue to coach the child to be whatever these things are that she wants the child to say back, the moms will coach him. I've seen it. My ex coached my daughter. I saw her doing it. I have, I have her own videotape doing it. All right. Not like that, but it was in a certain situation. Now here's the deal. They'll claim all of this mental health, but then they'll keep the custody with the mother. What? So the mother will say she has mental health. The kid will say they have mental health and they'll keep all of them together. <laughs> and then the person and the person that's supposedly not mentally insane doesn't have the kid. The father will leave the kid with the mentally unstable parent to get the fuck out of there just so they don't go to jail. It's, <laughs> And meanwhile, they're over there depressed in a hole. They're over there mentally insane and unstable. It's the craziest shit that we go through in our world. It's despicable and sad. So the person that's saying, I don't have any mental health issues, they don't get no custody. They will, we literally keep kids and mental health patients together. We keep them together. And then we let them ruin the kid only to, for when that kid becomes an adult. They want that father to reestablish a connection with the kid, a damaged kid. 50 cents, son. Well, why don't you reestablish a connection? The kid's damaged, <laughs> right? You want the kid, you want the father now, now that that kid's 18, 20, 25, 30, you want the father now to come clean up the bullshit? All right, it's absolutely insane. So uh, watch out for this. Uh, speaking of why fathers are needed, 
is the next segment. Take a listen to this story right here. Now, I don't know if this man has a father or not, but let's just say if he did, the father definitely didn't pay attention to details. This young man is a player that his name is Jervon Dexter. He was the Chicago Bears Bears rookie second-round draft pick. He played for the Florida Gators. Well, as you guys know, the NLI name, image, and likeness thing in the NCAA, or what will be formally known as the NCAA in a few years, um, what's happening is the athletes can now monetize their name, image, and likeness. Now they can get sponsorship deals, um, and they can sign with agents and agencies. They can get all kind of thing, money up front. Well, apparently this guy did not do his due diligence. And as you can see, his hairstyle is of his mother, right? He has a mother hairdo. He has somebody's auntie hairdo. Now the dead giveaway that a son does not have a father is that his hair looks like his mother. If his hairdo looks like his mother or his aunt, nine times out of 10, that man does not have a father. <laughs> right? I'm just letting you know. Letting you know. That's a dead-ass giveaway for me. But anyway. Uh, so, let's read the story. Apparently, he's suing the big league advance fund for violation of the Florida's NIL and agency status. Dexter, the second-round draft pick for the Bears, wasn't aware of a clause in a bad NIL deal he signed. The alleged clause says that he'll owe 15% of his pre-tax NFL earnings for 25 years. So, for $436,485, the NIL deal, he stands to lose a lot more. So, they fronted him. They fronted him uh, almost a half a million dollars while he was in college. Only for him to have to give up 15% pre-tax NFL earnings for 25 years. Now listen, he's not going to play 25 years. Average NFL career is three years. You'll be lucky to get five. You'd be actually just thankful to get 10. All right. So that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be an L. Now, remember I told you, this is when the pro-blacks are going to get mad, but remember when I told you, a lot of us think that our land was stolen from us, but many times we didn't read the debt. Many times we just got swindled. They didn't just outright come steal the land. They sued you. You signed by contracts. You were desperate. You got in debt. You took up front money. You thought you got a deal. I've been telling this story for a long time. Your, your great-grandpappy's landing gets stolen he actually got in debt to a gambler and he was horny and there was a thick girl and somebody said, hey, I'll take this off your hand, alleviate your debt, and I'll give you this big old chunky woman over here to give you a busted nut. And that's how fast your relative's land got stolen. I know people don't want to think of that because we always think of ourselves as the victim. But what we are often the victim of is ignorance. It's ignorance. The fine print, the devil's in the details, the bottom line. You always got to read them. And so this is another case of modern-day slaves, modern-day uh, members of this community still getting hoodwinked and bamboozled, still getting hoodwinked and bamboozled. So you know the hoodwinking and bamboozled was going on 
for it's been going on for forever. It's been going on for forever. People think being promised grandeur and then being back in stabbed in the back, aka the housing predatory lending of the subprime mortgages. Don't you know subprime was targeting the black community and minorities? It was that's that's only that was the deal with subprime. In fact, the reason why I know this is because when I was when I was thinking about getting into real estate and mortgage, I was coached by someone who had a mortgage business and he brought me in to target specifically blacks for subprime lending so they can make more money. I mean, listen, now you got your little cheap-ass mansion in Artesia, but you certainly did lose it. You got finessed and hoodwinked. All right, these people are praying and praying on ignorance. And you cannot say um, what possibly will happen is, I don't know if this is a bad, this is certainly a bad deal. Um, it's going to be interesting as to how he can get out of this deal, right? How he can get out of this deal. Yeah, bad creating, bad credit rating equals subprime. Who who ends up having bad credit ratings more often than not, right? So put the put the two and two together. All right, because we there's a lot of ignorance financially, not just with blacks, but a lot of people, and it takes us a lot of headaches to learn. All right, upfront money is always bad. Free pussy is always bad. All right, not always, but free pussy is most always bad. Yeah, he went and bought a chain and shit. You know he bought a chain and a, and a nice car. And now, right there. Um, I don't know how he can get out of that, right? He might be able to say, well, that wasn't right. It was against the NIL, NIL rules. They buy, they're going to have to figure out how to get them out of there. It's sad, right? But I would say our number one thing that we need to focus on is literacy, financial literacy. So it will save your life. There's always a cost to pay. Wow. Damn. They, dude, you did. And speaking of, let's go to Tyrese. Apparently, apparently Tyrese is dealing with the same thing. And, oh, Tyrese did not have a father. So this is the segment, why fathers are needed. So let's hear what Tyrese has to say about his ironclad prenup. Ironclad prenup. Again, ninjas is, look, uh, men, look at us. Look at us, man. Look at us. We are grown-ass men out here talking about how we're currently getting finessed. Men, we have to stop this shit. <laughs> we have to stop this shit. This is getting sad. These are supposedly grown men that know what they're doing coming up here and still getting finessed. All right. Somebody said sue, sue for being an unfair contract. Yeah, it's unfair. Absolutely unfair. Very predatory. But let's say Tyrese again. So I don't know who she is. I don't know who she became. I realized that this was a woman that was very simple who I met in a $12 sundress and prided herself on being simple. And I don't care right. about money, stars, celebrities. I don't need to live and be around. This is not, I'm a simple girl. Mm. Now you want $20,000 a month for a one-year-old? Yeah, Ninja, listen, this is not a game, guys. This shit ain't a game. See, somebody said seeking approval, Ninjas. Ninjas trying to use women as validation. Woman invests in a $12 sundress and some sandals and a pedicure and then just go cuckoo. And listen, I've been one of those guys. But the reason why I came up with the free agent lifestyle was direct my 
direct my way away from that because I saw no good. I didn't see much good coming from that. But Ninja still wanted to brag about all the bitches they was getting. And I was like, that ain't no flex, <laughs> right? That's not a flex. Grown-ass men bragging about the bitches they're getting is not a flex. That should not be what you're bragging about, first and foremost. Now, that could be part of it. But saying you got game in a mouthpiece is not no grown man activity. That's low. That's little boy activity, baby boy. And here it is. $12 sundress, got your ass caught up, 20K a month. But he's going to say he did his due diligence. Let's listen. Who I met in a $12 sundress and prided herself on being simple. And I don't care right. about money, stars, celebrities. I don't need to live and be around. This is not, I'm a simple girl. Mm. Now you want $20,000 a month for a one-year-old. Mm. Now you've hired three law firms to try and knock my motherfucking head off. My prenup, my prenuptial agreement <clears throat> was so detailed and so extensive my lawyer whispered, she had her own lawyer to negotiate on her behalf. Mm. My lawyer, Tanya Mitchell Graham, said to me, I can't believe you got her to sign this. Mm. And I said, well, the reason I got her to sign it is because she said to me specifically, this ain't mine. Y'all ninjas never learn. Y'all ninjas ain't going to never learn. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to ever learn. What a woman says and what she does are two different things. And if you say not all women, you're part of the problem. Even with a legal ironclad agreement that was lopsided against her in his favor, his ass still got played. Nope. Why? Because I warned you, yeah, the prenup's nice, but the battle over the prenup is going to be ugly. See, the battle over the prenup is what you keep forgetting. You can have an ironclad prenup. Doesn't mean you're not going to get sued if she does want to fight to reverse it. Now, what the argument then from there is if she fights to reverse it, then if they uphold the prenup, it's going to be cheaper for you in the long run. Right? That's the argument. So let me just take you through the argument, right? Have a prenup, ironclad. She signs it. Then she baits and switch you like normal, like clockwork. Then you say, okay, up, uh, uh, live up to your prenup. She sees the numbers. She's like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to just fight it. Then you say, oh, F you, bitch. You're going to lose. So you double down. You pay your lawyers. You fight it. It goes back and forth. Two finale. She hires three law firms. They make... You pay for the lawyers, which they did in the tune of $500,000. In fact, or it was a combination of $500,000. In fact, the two law firms have gotten more from Tyrese than the children or the child is going to get from Tyrese. The law firm is going to get from Tyrese more than the child is going to get from Tyrese. So the fight over the child support has resulted in the legal bill that far eclipses the child support that he's trying to not pay her. What? It far eclipses it. Meaning that by the time, I think the child's won. Now, over time, if he continues to pay that, 
it will eclipse it. But I think it's gonna take um it's gonna take five to ten years for that to eclipse what he paid the law firm. So that's where the thing is. Now let's say the law firm, uh the the let's say Tyrese wins. If Tyrese wins and the prenup is up uh held as valid, then he doesn't have to pay what she's seeking. He doesn't have to pay what she's seeking. So there's where the win is for him. But if they say, well, no, this prenup is unfair, which they very well could, he not only loses and she wins and now can sue for whatever he wants, she wants to collect, he now has to pay the child support and in addition to the legal firm and his legal firm. It's a major gamble. And all I see is ninjas up in here, but I do see Kevin Costner in here as well. Telling you, man. I'm telling you, either way, you're going to spend the money. You, and, and my philosophy is this. You're either going to pay the woman or the lawyer. You're never going to get out of it paying, not paying both. And I always tell my ex when she acts up, hey, the money going to go to the lawyer. It's going to go to the you. It's, it's not going to you. I'll pay the lawyer the money rather than give you the money. All right, that's my philosophy, right? I'll just keep paying lawyers, all right? And we'll send other kids to college instead of ours. Or you can act right, bitch. Right, anyway. All right. Yeah, man. Escorts are cheaper. I know ninjas like, but she don't like you. You don't get you don't get her soul. Yeah, please. Let's let you hear the rest. So he's saying, I stacked the deck so hard against this woman, and she even said, I don't want your money. Let's hear that part. Watch this. It's because she said to me specifically, This ain't mine. Mm. That's your publishing. Those are your cars. It's your house. Mm. And if we ever separated because <clears throat> I didn't get in this for any of that, I will sign every piece of paperwork that reflects that I don't want none of that. Mm -hmm. To then want nothing more than to show a nigga that that's all she wants. But the prenup should be ironclad, right? Right. They are doing everything it takes to crack the mother. <laughs> they doing everything it takes to crack the prenup. Again, AKA three law again. So get a prenup. It's going to cost you three to five K shout out to our lawyers here. I advise you. Okay. I mean, I, I think you're stupid for marrying the person. This is my opinion. Yeah. And he believed it again. This is why fathers are needing needed. I'm telling you, stop believing these people. Stop believing them. The power that you have today is not marriage. That's the power. But once you get over there and you get the state involved, you relinquish, you relinquish the leverage and the power. You relinquished it. Now you've given it up. Now the power is in the attorney's hands. Now the power is in the judge's hand. Now the power is in the woman's hand. You run out of power and you are now, when you sit in that courtroom, everybody is, has an incentive to capitalize off of you, Okay. Ironclad prenup. I think it's a joke. Yeah, it's too late. As soon as you do without, okay, I'll just get an ironclad prenup. You've lost. In my opinion, you've lost the game. You just gave up the leverage. Oh, man, it'll be ironclad. Okay. I'm like, it, it doesn't matter because look, let me, let me just set up the, let me just set up the chess pieces. Let me shut up the set. Let me set up the chess pieces. In a courtroom, Tyrese. No father. Your father won't be in there. Your mother won't be in there. You are the reason why everyone is there. And the reason why everybody there, they have a financial incentive 
against you, even if they support you, okay? Even if they support you, or even if they don't have a dog in the fight, even if they're in the middle, playing the middle, they all have a financial incentive against you. So Tyrese's lawyer is only there because Tyrese is paying the lawyer. Tyrese's lawyer that came up with the ironclad prenup has benefited the three or $5,000 it took to create the ironclad prenup. Now they're gone. They got the money. The judge, the court clerk, the woman typing on the little machine, they're all there because of you. And they're going to get paid that day because of you. Now, you have to understand, judges aren't there for morality. They're there to make money. And they do get kickbacks. And they do get some of these funds uh, given to their retirement fund. And they do get percentages of all of this shit. They get kickbacks. They get lawyers to pay them under the table, send them on vacation. So they have a great incentive to be there. And they're there because of you. The defense attorney, the uh, attorney for the the um the attorney for the petitioner, which is the woman most of the time, she has an incentive. The attorneys have an incentive to be there, and they might be saying contingency, which you can't get paid for, but they might be saying let's run up the legal bill on that motherfucker. And then the woman is there to get in your pockets. Everybody is in there for your pockets. Mm. Everybody is in that room benefiting off of your hard work, off of your commitment, off of your blood and sweat, off of your risk, off of your sacrifice, off of your seed, off of your decision. Everybody in that room is in your pockets. Child support is not eligible in prenup. And they're waiting for this decision so they can go get in your pockets. Do you see what I'm talking about? That's how hard, that's how hard the, le- the deck is stacked against you even if you go prenup. <laughs> Come on, man. Everybody eating. Everybody eating off you. You're the only reason they're in there. If you weren't a part of that case, nobody eating today. If you didn't marry her, nobody eats. If you didn't bust a nut in her guts, nobody eating. You understand? So when you tell me I'll just get an ironclad prenup, let's see how that works out for you. I'm just giving you the facts. All right? Just giving you the facts. So extensive. My lawyer whispered, she had her own lawyer to negotiate on her behalf. Mm. My lawyer, Tanya Mitchell Graham, said to me, I can't believe you got her to sign this. Mm. And I said, well, the reason I got her to sign it is because she said to me specifically, this ain't mine. Mm. That's your publishing. That was your cause. It's your house. Mm. And if we ever separated because I didn't get in this for any of that, I will sign every piece of paperwork that reflects that I don't want none of that. Mm-hmm. To then want nothing more than to show a nigga that that's all she wants. Mm-hmm. But the prenup should be ironclad, right? Right. They are doing everything it takes to crack the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Everything they can to crack it. Come on, man. CGA's the realest. 
We're almost at the main event. Let me do this, man. Fathers are needed. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. One more. Let's do a positive story. All right. Why fathers are needed. Check out this little feller. Look at this little feller. Look at Opie Cunningham here. Look at Opie Cunningham. All right. Look at this little feller. All right. What is he going to, what is this little feller going to say here? This is my dad's junkyard. He told me I can have anything that I can get running. So let's start with that Ranchero. Let's get started. Check her out. The first thing I notice is we need a battery. So let's get that. Let's see if she'll turn over. Oh, I guess we'll have to hotwire it. I got my ignition hotwired. Let's see if she'll turn over. <laughs> Woo! She sounds good. Let's get some gas hooked up to her. She runs. Now let's get her driving on the next one. The amazing thing about how society works is that that kid is going to be richer than virtually everyone who went and got a four-year degree. Good for you. All right. A lot of people are going to be triggered by that. But if you remember, the most important thing that young boy said was at the beginning of the video. This is my dad's junkyard. Now, the dad has junk back there. But it looks like whether the dad's helping him out with the video or not, it looks like the guy knows his way around the automobile. He knows his way. And he has real-life skills that's going to pay the bills forever. Now, what he has to apply is a money mindset to it and not just settle with living in the middle of Rock Springs, Wyoming, doing those skills. If he can see himself to be bigger than this with these skills, he can, be, he can have a better situation. But a lot of us... We're stripped from this opportunity from, to learn from our fathers. See, this is the moral of the story. The moral of the story is, and I'll just go back just so you can see it. The big part of this story was that the father was there. I'm Jack, and this is my dad's junkyard. He told Yep, this is my dad's junkyard. Now, if you never had a dad, if your dad ran away, if your mother excommunicated your dad from the dad's life, if your dad was pushed away, if your dad ran from your crazy-ass baby mama, and yo, 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 mammy, if your dad wasn't there, you lost an opportunity to leverage what you need from your dad. Your dad got the hustle more than likely, even if your papa was a rolling stone. Your dad got the hustle. Your dad got the skills to pay the bills. Even if he works for someone else, he knows something that he can pass on to you. And if you are a father, that's what you got to be thinking. Let me pass this shit on. Okay, But guess what? If you grew up with your mom, more than likely, nine times out of ten, she passed nothing on to you. Nothing. Now, for me, I can't say that. My mother definitely educated me on technology, internet, um, computer skills way early in the, in the early 90s. All right. So she did help me. A lot of the stuff that you see me do, that started with her. I was, I was on pencil and paper, even going into college. All right. Not even trying to type on no computer. Right. But this was in the early 90s. Right, so my mother did set me down, was like, hey, you need to learn this shit. Learn this computer. She gave me, set me down in front of a little Macintosh that her mother, uh, that her work let her take home. And I sat there and looked. I'm going to show you what I learned. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I, I'm going to show you the computer I learned on. This is why you see the skills that I have today. I'm comfortable with technology like this um, because I, I spent years on these computers. Let me see if I can find it. 
Uh, yep, this the, this the computer my mother sat behind uh, and when I was in 11th grade and said, this is what you're going to learn on right here, this computer right here. <laughs> this right here, fam. She told me in 11th grade, she was like, you're going to learn this machine. <laughs> right? You're going to learn the ins and outs, outs and ins and ins and outs. You're going to learn how to create programs. You're going to learn how to do, Excel wasn't around. That came out later. But every time there was a new upgrade, she, she ended up working for Microsoft, just so you guys know. All right, so she worked for the, comp- the company. But at the time, she didn't work. She worked for another company. All right, but then she ended up working for Microsoft. But she sat me down. Oh, what? She sat me down. It was like, you're going to work on this, and you're going to know it. And then every time there was a new computer, new Microsoft 9, Windows 95, all right, she was like, you need to learn this, learn that, type this, do that, do this, this program. So she definitely passed on uh, those skills to me. So in those cases, those situations do happen. Let me lighten up the screen here. But I remember I was even defiant and trying to sit back and learn that. <laughs> All right, I was like, I want to learn that. I had to type sign in, <laughs> sign in, MS-DOS, terrible. Terrible. I was like, nah, I'm too cool to be sitting around learning now this damn computer. What is that shit? Right? Glad she did. Glad she did, Ninja. Because the reason why I'm comfortable with doing stuff and learning stuff, those skills translated in the skills that I was able to use, you know, all through my career, all through my life. So then, you know, using editing programs and doing this, this is what I've been doing all my life. Uh, but that is a small odds. Not all of your mothers are going to be able to do that for you. Now, I was lucky. All right. However, um, most of you need fathers to pass down skills. <laughs> all right, fathers. That was, yeah, it was a bad. That was shit. That shit was bad. And you look up, I still have some of those diskettes. They used to call them diskettes. They were very small. The diskettes, if I'm not mistaken, let me show you what a diskette is. All right. So if you guys know, man. I'm going to show you how crazy the world is. This is a 3.5 inch diskette right here. Just so you guys know, I'm giving you guys real skills to pay the bills. This was a diskette. I'm going to show you how much data. This is a diskette. I'm going to show you how much freaking data you can put on one of these diskettes. Your your mind's going to be blown, fam. Your mind's going to be blown as to how much data this held. And you think about how much data you hold in your hand today. The, uh, the likelihood that you could hold one terabyte in your hand is very high. One terabyte, you could go get for 49 bucks right now at the office max. This diskette probably had 3.5 megabytes. Let me show you how many megabytes this thing had. 1.2 megabytes. That's MB if you guys don't know. MB. See here, this, uh, let me see here. They still have packets here. Trying to see here. These are blank. 720K Ninja, not even megabytes. 720KBs. Whoa, my lower fam, right? Do you know that won't even hold two songs on your iPod? That won't even hold two songs. That won't even hold five pictures. Yeah, that's a song. That's five photos on your iPhone. (laughs) That's a half a little baby song. 
I don't think you can fit two songs. You can't even put put a video on that. If you downloaded a video from TikTok and put it on this diskette, it won't even fit the video from your phone. One video, it wouldn't fit on this. Ninja. It's crazy. All right, let me see, man. Shit was real back in the day, man. You would put on there, all you can fit is like 10 uh, book reports. 10 book reports. Shit is real. Shit is real. And I'm not completely accurate. I'm being, you know, facetious. But no, I'm telling you. This one here, 1.44 megabytes. You think I'm lying? 1.44 megabytes. Each disc. Jesus. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. We was out here uh, struggling. All right. So the, uh, this is what happened. She was trying to tell me, man, technology is the future. You can't put one naked. I remember, dude, when the internet came out, by the time the internet came out, they have all these pictures. These websites would load up. It would take, who remembers this? You pull up a website. And it would take like five minutes to load the photos. You would have to really, this is when people didn't compress their photos. So, of course, pornography was on the internet. And that's what made the internet work, pornography. And you pull up a website. And it would take forever for the pictures to load up. It would just be loading up. And you'd be like, let me tell you what you used to do. (laughs) You'd be sitting there. Oh, where is it at? You'd be sitting there. Anacornicova.com. On your dial-up. And it's... And a corner cover picture come up. You like, oh, shit. All you can see is her hair. You like, oh, I'm going to get ready for this. Boy, I can't wait for this picture to load up. It's popping up. Oh, there's her ponytail. There's her hair. There's her forehead. Oh, goodness. There's her neck. (laughs) Three minutes later. Shit. There's a shoulder. Oh, my God. Shoulder. <laughs> and then somebody will call on your phone. They will call your house phone and then kick you off the internet. Internet. The person will say, goodbye. You ready to get that lotion? And then somebody call your house phone. Goodbye. And then the whole thing will pop off. You were like, no, oh, shit. Go to your phone against the wall. Hello. hey man we grew up in the damn dark ages we grew up in the dark ages fam (laughs) yep because your phone hey y'all don't know y'all phone was connected to the internet you needed a phone line it wasn't hooked into your little wall they didn't have your little ethernet cord yep they didn't have your little ether yeah pull it up britney spears and shit right it's cold cold world (laughs) <laughs> that shit was a cold world and then they got ethernet oh man that changed the game ethernet changed the game man what we ain't got a dial up on the internet nope they got a fat cable and the internet speed was like quadruple unbelievable all right we got a uh, maryland guy <laughs> maryland guy says uh ravens nation we going to the super bowl mm-hmm. 
Very nice. All right. Very nice. Uh, we'll find out on the sports show. He said we going to the Super Bowl. Oh, interesting. All right. Shout out to you, man. Uh, we got the Jimmy's. Uh, the Jimmy. Jimmy. Can't even remember your name. Opie's mom. I left your dad because the best he could do is a junkyard. Opie's dad. Not only will I teach you how to build and get things running in the junkyard, but. When I'm gone, I'm going to leave you the yard, but more importantly, the land on it. Opie, woohoo! People don't see the long run, right? They don't see the long run. They'll look at it and they'll be like, and somebody just said this in the comment section, it's not junk. Exactly. All of that stuff has value. It's just a matter of, you know, who it has value to. As you guys know, automobiles, yeah, they lose a lot of value, but there's always someone that is going to nostalgically look at that junk as as um as treasure they'll look at it as treasure right they'll be like damn i drove one of them in high school i want one of them for my collection all right el jefe glad you showed that psycho chick that forced her daughter to say her dad graped her you're saving lives cga goat thank you brother all right and we got super chats and then we're almost ready for the main event thank you brothers we got uh, Brown 310 says, shout out to the pretty feet ladies in a bind. The dictator says, I'm banking on our quarterback, our backup quarterback in week four. All right. And he's a good quarterback, too. I think he played for the Patriots and the Raiders. And he actually played for the Raiders the last two weeks of the season. He did pretty good. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's good enough to take you for 13 games. I don't know about that. All right. The reformed. Ray Ray says, Ben, MIA working, but it's still Coach Gang Yang in the building. Trying. Yeah. John Doe says, shout out to CGA. I'm watching with my niece, and she loves your content. He says, can you give her my favorite African-American or your favorite soundbite, which is this one. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Indeed. Shout out to you and your niece. Appreciate you for showing her the right way. Blick Panther AJ is over here with the co-sponsorship. I'm rich, bitch. He says, afternoon, coach, dropping off tuition here. Received a job offer today for $110,000 in the ATL. It's a decent start. I'm 26, single, no kids. Working on my drone AI business. He says, you ninja better work. He says, you, you ninjas better be working. I know I am free agent lifestyle for life. Damn. My brother, man, my man's got his he got 110K. That's a great start in life. In mid-20s, keep it going. Mr. Chocolate, you need to make a short with that speech, coach. He says, send that one out every week. Seriously. Thank you, brother. We need to definitely do that. All right. Mr. Jen, is it cute? Gone Jen, says coach, what you know about Rock Springs? I live an hour away from there. Power washing oil rigs out here in the W-Y-O. W-Y-O. Shout out to them cowpokes out there and Rock Sprizzles. I know about Rock Springs. I've been through there several times. I've been through. I have never stopped in Rock Sprizzles. Rock Sprizzles. All right. Um, that's not a place for me to stop. But uh, it sounds like you on them rigs and you on those... Um, and you're on those probably those wind turbines and all of that stuff. And you're probably making a good chunk of change out there. And I used to live in Utah, Salt Lake City. And I used to drive through Wyoming. And, of course, you know in Rock Springs, just before Rock Springs, there's the liquor store right there when you cross Wyoming from Utah. 
where all the Utah people go get real liquor and take it back to Utah. Because in Utah, I know at the time, you only had near beer, state liquor store near beer. So you had that, what did they used to call it? Somebody, some people know. If you're from Utah, you know. It's not called near beer. It's like called uh, certain percentage beer. What is it called? I can't remember. Somebody will say it here. But in the state of Utah, they don't sell full beer. It's near beer. And so um, you have to... Uh, you have to go across the state line. There's a state line in Wyoming right before right before Rock Springs. You had to go out there, and that's where you go get your real liquor. All right. Oh, 3.2%. Yeah, 3.2% beer. That's what they sell because, you know, the Mormons run Utah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And the liquor store is closed on Sunday, so you got to run up to Wyoming to get that so you don't have to drink that 3.2%. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think it's 3.2% or something like that. Yeah, 32 beer or something like that. Yeah. It's near. It's definitely near beer. If you want the real stuff, you got to go over to uh, Wyoming. Uh, where are we at here? Yeah, the state liquor store. Yeah, that's a trip. Shout out to Hodge says, don't forget about Tyrese's Alpha Energy. Bing Rains will be back in the kitchen naked. Drinking his Kool-Aid when he takes that L and is in the bind. Sad. I'm in a bind, Nate. Yeah, JBW says, I think part of the reparations ninjas going to receive in California is allowing them to get away with looting businesses, courtesy of Gruesome and Newsome. Today's earlier stream was fire, Coach. Thanks for all you do. Is that what the repar... Oh, man, the reparation ninjas, they can steal and buy $1 houses in San Francisco. JC, Coach, CGA, still got to log into Asia Carrera and high society websites, I still got my login. I do. And to what, what was that girl, Nina? Nina, there was a girl named Nina. She was like the most popular woman on the internet. Sad. Don G says, CGA coach, keep preaching your message with fire because marriage printups are getting worthless. Indeed. All right. These, these marriages, are they're, they're, they're basically a house of cards. They're a house of cards. You're taking a tremendous gamble at this point. But with that being said, let's see what the women are doing to adjust to this. Let's see what the women are doing to adjust. Apparently, women are decentralizing men or from men. I don't know what they're talking about, but we have the latest feminist movement here. Uh, TikTok, the latest Kool-Aid that these women are drinking. And this proves that women are only looking for the top-tier guy. If they cannot get the top-tier guy, that you're invisible. There's no chance. There's no association. So they'd rather not have a guy below the eight or the seven. They'd rather just decentralize or decent. I should say decenter for men. So I got it to real. I said decentralize, but decentering men, decentering men from their lives. Let me change this right here. As you can see, Alice Dagoon is back. Alice Dagoon is back. Decentering men. From men, decent, how do you spell that? Decent, decentering from men. Decentering from men. Decentering from men. All right, this is kind of crazy here. So these women are going to be mid. These aren't the best of the best. But these women want the best of the best or they'll take nothing. Let's go ahead and play it idea of decentering men from our lives like i've heard people say that i've been like yeah okay it makes sense but recently i've just been like on a kick 
to like get gather every woman that I can in my into my bosom and say, baby, you gotta stop centering your self-worth around men. This comment right here explains it all. If a man gets wind of the fact that you have any ounce of self-confidence, he will find a way to squash it. The more self-confidence that you have, the less of a chance they have at manipulating you. So it doesn't matter what size you are. It doesn't matter what you look like. They will find a way to wear you down. Okay, so the men that she's talking about are the men that are above her, right? And so what happens is she aims high to try to get that man, but that man puts her in her place. It's not the man that is on her level. It is not the men that are below her level. She's talking about the men that she reaches high for, the, the, the top 20% guy. And it wears you down because they can't keep up because they know that man has more leverage. That They know that man is not going to do anything but keep fucking on her, right? So that's all. And if, if she can't do that, she'll take nothing, all right? Again, it's an all or nothing situation for her to make you feel like garbage because it's easier to manipulate you that way. You could be the most beautiful woman on the face of the planet. I mean, look at that. Look at what they're saying about Margot Robbie. Look at what they're saying about Margot Robbie. Calling her mid. Calling her mid. I have my own theories about that whole push to convince people that she's mid. Everybody can see she fat. I'm just letting you know. I got Wait, money. I don't got money. Wrong sound effect. Everybody can see she's overweight. I mean, she's trying to hide that stomach from the camera. Everybody can see what you're working with. This woman's a slop-a-lop, slop-a-lop, all right? But now she's like, well, they're calling Margot Robbie mid. I don't have a chance. All right, let's continue. And I think it's really just so that, like, we as regular women look at someone like Margot Robbie and go, wait, they think she's mid? Well, then what am I? There you go. There it is. That just says it right there. So if Margot Robbie can't get the top... Uh, 10% and top 20% guy. If the top 20% man has leverage over Margot Robbie, I, what am I going to do? She's not talking about you incels and virgins. She's not talking about you MGTOWs and passport bros. She's not talking about the red pillars and the Andrew Tate uh, guys. She's not talking about, she talking about the top 10, 20% men judging Margot Robbie. How do I have a chance then? So as a result, she's trying to back out. Let's continue. But that's besides the point. My point being that they'll call someone like Margot Robbie mid just to humble her. So it doesn't matter what you look like. You could be a thin woman. And if you reject a man who is interested in you, he'll call you fat because he thinks that's the worst thing that you could possibly be called. Let's just get this straight. Somebody says she got the roadmap of Germany on her stomach. This woman knows what's up. And, 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 and fat is not a indicator if you're sexy or a good mate, or a good person, or even attractive. But it does put you on the lower rung because in our world, it does tell me about habits, health, health of our future children. So you're saying that the skinny women are getting ridiculed and it's hard for them to compete, but now you're saying, I got to compete too? If the, if the skinny women got to compete, what do I have to do? called by a man or by anyone. And in the same breath, they'll look at a really thin woman and go, she's too skinny for me. She's like a skeleton. She's all bones. You see how we can never win? Really became radicalized to the idea of decentering men from our lives. You hear that? Radicalized. Radicalized. You see what you're up against? Radicalized, guys. 
I've become radicalized. This is definitely an indicator of someone who's went to college, got radicalized in her feminist uh, class, in cl- class coursework, feminine radicalized on her college campus, and now because she's not one of the attractive girls at the sorority, the top sorority, she knows she can't compete, so she knows the world is going to be hard for her. So now she's radicalizing by saying, let's descender ourselves from, from men. All right. All right, let's continue. When that whole thing was going around, when it came out that morgues tend not to um, hire men because they have relations with the corpses. My sisters, y'all competing with corpses. (laughs) Man's opinion of you holds no weight. I always think it's funny whenever um, I talk about how many attractive men I've polled in my past, when they go, (laughs) men will sleep with anything. Well, that's the truth. I mean, you hit on some truth right there. Men will sleep at anything. So what are you trying to say? I mean, take a look at this picture, fam. Like, what are we doing? Man, she looking like Cartman right now. She looking like Cartman right now. Let's continue. That says more about you than it says about me, beloved. The utopia that I believe we could reach if we stopped centering our self-worth around men. Ain't never gonna happen. Angels, I will leave you with this quote that I saw from this Tumblr post the other day that really helped me with my radicalization on this whole thing. Pause to read, really let it sink in, and let me know what you think. Love you. My first and most important resolution for 2023 is to just completely decentralize men in every aspect of see see this is how it fa- happens right see this you see you see what happens with tiktok it spreads pretty fast but of course the red pill is dangerous right so they do this it goes viral for about a week and they all start drinking the kool-aid but the red pill huh and so i feel bad for young men in this day and age because we didn't have the ability for messages to go this wildfire and feminism to spread this fast. So they'll go on these kicks, soft girl error, decentering from men. They'll go into I'm a travel babe, sugar daddy. They'll go through the whole gamut before they hit 24. And they'll be ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. And now you got to pick up the pieces all because you desperate for some puss. Now this woman's got tattoos all on her inner arm. That's all I can see. Duck lips like quack, quack. Ooh. She looking like ducktails. All right. Filter. She already a mess. She definitely lives at her daddy house or her mama's house. Probably her daddy. Mama probably kicked her out. And Jezebel's spirit is ringing. So you see how the feminist Kool-Aid spreads faster and that young men, you know, it's going to be tough for you because you're going to want a girl. You're going to want a nice woman. You're going to want, but they are already damaged and traumatized coming in. And they're like, wait till 35, and I don't have to do nothing. I'm decentering. These women don't even have no experience. All they've been doing is sexualizing themselves for a period of time, and it didn't work. They got screwed by Chad Tyrone, top 20% of men. Now they're like, I'm throwing in the towel. It's crazy, fam. My first and most important resolution for 2023 is to just completely decentralize men in every aspect of my life. Like dating, just at the top of the list, done. Don't care for it, don't eat it. Hookups, disgusting. Who even likes that? And just 
in every topic, conversation, media feed. I'm so fucking sick of hearing about men. I'm sick of talking about men when I'm out with my... Like, it's... It, like, I am tired of going out with girls and for an hour and 45 minutes, the conversation is about how bad a man treated us. Like, it's good to vent and it's it's good to get it out and share and, like, have that. But there's a point where it's like... Is there anything else in the world to talk about? Now, let me stop it right here. Here's the thing, you know, because I see people saying, well, that sounds like MGTOW, right? That sounds like MGTOW. That sounds like what, 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 that sounds like what the men on the internet are doing in the red pill, right? Now, watch this. I know people will say, that's the reverse of, you know, MGTOW is the re reverse feminism. Red pill is reverse feminism. Here's the difference. You, you want to know what the difference is. Because I hear these blue pill, uh, these blue pill, so-called blue pill people, people like Destiny, they keep saying that. I hear people saying that. You know what the difference is? Let me see if you know what the difference is. <laughs> All right, shout out. I'm doing my best angry man impression. What's the difference? Smoke is on it right now. What is the difference? They got nothing. They always going to be in a need position. Now, if a man goes, MGTOW, if a man goes passport, if a man goes red pill, if a man goes free agent, the problem is that they have is the man's still going to go get a bag. The man's still going to be self-sufficient. The man still don't need her to accomplish what he needs to accomplish in life. The man's never going to hit the wall and then be like, damn, I need to go attach a woman. The man, that guy that goes his own way, that guy that just says, I'm going to take the red pill, that guy that goes passport, the guy that goes free agent lifestyle, most likely he's still going to get his bag up. Most likely he's still going to be able to have a place to live. Not only that, he's still going to be able to defend himself, protect. He still has value later in life. See, that's the difference. So if they do this, all they're going to be is a dependopotamus. All they're going to be is a succubus. All they're going to be is a dependent on society. Then they're going to go around and panhandle. They're still going to be in need position. So it's good. I hope they find themselves. But if they do this, they're eventually going to come back. They have no choice. If they don't come back to the man, they'll come back to the government. If they don't come back to the government, they'll go back to the corporations. And then the corporations and the government will screw them like they're doing now with the student loan, with the inflation, with the economy. They're still going to get screwed. There'll be liabilities to the state. They're still going to be fucked up. Now, the guy, he might be lonely or he might have had to go to the Philippines to marry a chick or he might have just enjoyed the free agent lifestyle. He still is going to come out better because he be probably not going to be a dependent he might start his own business and lay low and just be like, I'll just take my 60, 70, 80, 152, 300,000 job, dollar a year job and just stack. They can't leave. They're always going to be dependent. And not only that, they're going to make bad decisions. So they're going to dig themselves a hole more than likely, meaning that they'll get in worse financial position by doing this strategy. They're going to get in a worse financial position. Then the need for whatever they need from the government, the corporations, or the man is going to be greater. 
let me give you, let me show you. This is why this is concerning. It's not the same when men do it. It's not the same. Then it's going to be this shit right here, right here. You know, they're going to decenter, but they're still going to fornicate. They're still going to have fun. They're still going to party. They're still going to want to drink. They still, then eventually they'll get knocked up and then they'll be saying, well, now I'm done with my hood ninja phase. Also, now I'm done with my soft girl error. Also, now I'm done with decentering men from my life. Also, I want a grown man. I want dates, flowers. They're always going to have that need. So this is not something that's going to work, but they're going to eventually mislead a lot of women. That is the difference. The barbarians still at the gate. Winter is always going to come. They can decenter all they want, but winter's still going to come. That is the difference. So anybody that says that sounds like MGTOW, it doesn't matter. It might sound like MGTOW, but the MGTOW guy is still going to be good. He can still live. He can still live like this. See, the MGTOW guy, let me show you. The red pill guy can live like this and be happy. <laughs> he can live right here in Rock Springs and be all right. He can be like, well, you know, I just can't deal with these girls, but and he'll still own land. He'll still own junk. He'll still own things of value. He'll still not have a headache. He'll still have no child support. He'll still, he's still good. <laughs> he can completely minimize. He'll never have to go to Sephora. He'll never have to worry about going on a date. He'll never have to go wear a suit. He good. He'll be all right. I mean, he'll not, he'll be lonely, but he'll be all right. He'll be good. Them on the other hand, let's go back to her. She's eventually going to say, I can't live like this. Right here. You think she can live without a government, without a corporation, or without a man supporting her? How long can she make it? How long is she going to make it? She's 22 now. She got to ride this shit out until 82. 60 years. It ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. She's still going to need to be at Sephora. She's still going to want high heels and dresses and go travel. She can't live. She can't live like this. Where's the video? She can't live like this. She can't minimalize. She can't downgrade. She's she going to be a leech. So this is a failed strategy for them. Eventually, shit's going to backfire. All right, let's continue. And granted, this post in itself is kind of talking about men, but like this is this is the last one. Entire childhood, my mother, from personal experience, would constantly tell me, don't ever, ever, ever put your life on pause for a man like don't move anywhere for him don't stay somewhere for him always put yourself first right guess what i did the opposite of course whoever listens to their mother i dated my ex-boyfriend throughout grad school it was a long distance relationship he was in the states i was in italy and then when i was in grad school he promised me that he wanted to marry me like that was his thing he brought it up i didn't say anything about it i was good just like going with the vibes and all of a sudden he's like marriage and i was like wait what is going on oh marriage okay cool so the plan was i would go down to florida after i graduated we would tried out for six months and get married and then a few months in he was like oh no 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 i i can't we can't get married anyway because of that specific decision i <sighs> ladies where, ladies, do you see why men really don't like y'all? I'm going to give the ladies a little, I'm going to give y'all, ladies, listen up. Ladies, listen up. I'm going to tell y'all something. 
you guys ramble and say a lot and say nothing at the same time. You can't keep the story on the track. All right, here's the story. Here's the track. And there your ass off the goddamn track. You trying to tell me something and you done went 50 different directions. Trying to complete the damn story. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you. But what I want to tell you is about when I was back in fifth grade and that was relevant because I do really need to make that make a point of that to tell you this so it'll make sense. Then I met this guy when I was in law school and I went to California berserkly. I chose to go there because it was closer to my family and they had a donut store there. But anyway, let me tell you about what happened when I went to grad school after I graduated with my bachelor's degree in social science, which I chose that major because social science was something that was near and dear to my heart. Ninja, where are we at on the story? Where? What track are we on now? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to tell? Trying. I can't I can't make sense of whatever you talking about. Men don't listen. We're better at communication. No, you better at talking. Right? You better at talking. Better at communication. Just because you talk doesn't mean you're communicating. We don't give a fuck about all this. I don't even know where she at. Like, where are we at? All right, can you? Can I put this in your mouth? Hold on for a second. When am I going to be able to put this in my, in your mouth? That's all I really want to know. I just want to put this in your mouth. Is there a possibility? When are we going to get to that part? Any? This is a headache. I can't date people like this. I could not live with a person like this. <laughs> right? And then mad that we don't understand you. Are you listening to me? Yeah. What did I say? Nothing. You talking loud and ain't saying nothing. All right, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. I put on pause a bunch of opportunities I possibly could have had straight out of school. And I ended up derailing my life for like three years. But ultimately, the lesson that I should have already learned just by listening to my mother was don't center men. Luckily, I don't have regrets. But I can't say it wasn't a difficult lesson. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I know someone does. Decentralize men, if you want to be free, if you want to know your worth, if you want to actually find yourself, decentralize men. If you continue making men the center of your life, you will lose. Your validation doesn't come from men. It does not come from their validation. It doesn't come from men accepting you, validating you, liking you. It doesn't come from that. Until Hold up. Straight jacket. I wonder where they got this from. I mean, this is, is this not what the red pill guys were saying all this time? No. This is not what MGTOW was saying. Free agent lifestyle. Passport. We haven't said this for the last 10 years. When we said it, we hated women. What is it when they say it? They basically just straight jacked the entire red pill community. Straight jacket. Now they trying to. Oh, my Lord. And and it sounds like they're programmed. They sound like they're saying the same thing. They're just programmed. Straight jacket. Again, the Kool-Aid spreads very fast for them. All right? It doesn't take long. And this radicalization, this radical movement will be dead soon as they peace leave get wet. Soon as they peace leave start itching and they want to fornicate. Soon as they need some money and they in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. Soon as rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Soon as rent is due, guess what? They're going to throw this philosophy right out the garbage. Soon as Joe Biden don't pay off those student loans, they're going to be singing a different song. 
Get him, daddy. All right. Soon as rent. All right, they talking that shit on September 7th. Come September 26th, they going to be singing a different song because rent going to be due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> Till you stop trying to appeal to the male gaze, you are never going to be free. What men think of you should not be your concern. Why are you looking for validation from men? Find yourself and know your worth because your worth is not in what men think of you. Your identity is not in men. The more you make men the focus of your life, the more likely you are to find yourself in unpleasant situations, the more likely you are to get played, the more likely you are to get treated horribly. Everyone knows when someone doesn't value themselves the way they're meant to. And unfortunately, people exploit that. So if you are someone who has made men the focus of your life, just know that other men know that and the wrong men will exploit that and use that in their favor. Decentralized men, focus on finding yourself, focus on knowing yourself, focus on healing. Until you know who you are, you will never be able to find the compatible partner anyway. There is so much more to life than men, so be free today. Men on the internet are very upset with the descriptor, he's just Ken. Barbie law being that men existed from the very beginning as like an add-on for Barbie's storyline. Men don't understand that no. Ken is an accessory in Barbie lore, yet have no problem making women accessories to their lives. We in trouble. We in trouble. Agents of complete chaos. Now, let's just put things in perspective. Remember when I told you the story of women are always competing against men, but men are completely unaware. Oh, hold on for a second. I almost pressed the wrong button. Trying to change my webcam filter. Okay. Um, to make it brighter as the sun's going down. They're always competing against men. And we don't give a fuck about competing against them. Like, it's actually dumb to compete against them. Like, we're never comparing ourselves to women. Well, women get to do. We're never doing that. I mean, it's, it's a rare, I, I'm sure there's situations where you can come up with. Most of the time, it's some double standards. Women get more custody of kids. We, that's some shit we would compete with. But they already trying to always, well, men get to, but you ain't men. <laughs> you're not men. You're, you're women. So men use us as accessories. Because, yeah, I mean, a guy with a beautiful woman, his, his marketplace value going to rise immediately. It doesn't happen that much for, with, with women. All right, doesn't, unfortunately. But if you guys continue down this road, Ninja, peanut butter, nursing homes, vibrators is what you need to. These people are going to be stuck. This is crazy. We're not competing against you. Why are you always trying to measure yourself against what we doing? Nobody gives a damn what y'all doing, really. All we want to know is can you grab ankles? That's what we can do. Can you swallow kids? Can you deliver kids? Can you drop neck? All right, these are... There's barbecue in there. Can you look pretty? 
That's what we want to know. All right, we don't, yeah, we don't care about all the rest. We're not competing against women. They're mad that Barbie is the one with the job. She's the doctor. She's the president. She has the house. She has the car, right? And Ken is just there, sitting beside her, looking pretty. And they don't like that. The roles are completely reversed in Barbie lore. And we can see that. We are the center of our own lives with Barbie. We are the main characters. And it never occurs to men that women can be the main characters and men very secondary ones. Because men see us as the accessories. We are the cans in men lore. Hi! I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch! Cut that bitch off! Next caller! You see why men are not getting married? You see why men are not getting married? This shit is crazy. All right, we got a couple more here. Hey, Camille here to remind you that if you're going to decenter men from your life, it's actually not just a phase. It's an actual everyday practice that you need to utilize every single day in order for it to effectively work. And if you want tips and tricks on how to do that, stick around and I'll teach you how. Number one, delete all your dating apps, honey. Jesus, man, do they come up with original thoughts? Straight jacket. They don't come up with nothing original, do they? All right, let's continue. Are you searching and swiping each day on different men? Technically, you're kind of making them the center of your life when really you should be centering yourself. Delete those dating apps, honey. It's not working for you. It's low hanging fruit. Trust me. Straight jacket. I swear. They don't come up with nothing original, do they? Nothing. And they always five, 10 years behind. Uh, men have been saying this for like 10 years and caught all kind of hell and wreck. Men have been saying this about women for about 10 years. We call all kind of hell and wreck. And they'd be like, I got a great idea. What? <laughs> How about we go women are going their own way? How about we prioritize ourselves? How about we delete all dating apps? How about we, and you looking at her like, straight jacket. <laughs> straight jacket. Oh. Man. Number two, fix your circles. Not everybody is meant to be in your life. And as you glow and grow on your journey, you're going to find that the people that you were once aligned with, you no longer align with them anymore. Straight jacket. And that's totally okay. If you have that girlfriend who's constantly centering men and is constantly just obsessing about a husband, her boyfriend, or always has man problems, you need to let her go, sis, okay? I know it's hard, but she's going to hold you back. Because the more you let go of those misaligned friends, the more space it creates for you to invite more aligned friends into your life. Number three, find a hobby. Straight jacket. Straight jacket. Oh my goodness, Jesus. Oh, I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. Who 
are you? I'm looking at my free agent lifestyle book and looking at her reading the chapters out. Like, I'm looking at my first chapter, looking at my second chapter, looking at my third chapter, looking at my fourth chapter. I'm like, this sound, what a way to hold up for a second. Straight jacket. Chapter five, chapter six. Man, they just, just took the whole goddamn thing. Wait a minute. Who are you? You know what? You? We're going to go monk mode. Monk. <laughs> Jesus, these people, man. Like, they came up with this shit. They read my book. It was like, we just going to take all his shit. It can be anything. Something that made you happy growing up as a kid, tap into that again. For me, it was always theatrics and being creative, such as photography, fashion, and just expressing myself through those outlets. It allowed me to just tap back into my inner child and just do something that I'm passionate about. And you can also make it into a hustle, baby, okay? Don't wait on a man to invest in you, okay? Invest in yourself. Strike jacket. <laughs> <laughs> These people are goofy as fuck. <laughs> Ooh, what number am I at? I got the attention span of a squirrel baby, so just bear with me. We're just All this stuff you're saying, you're not going to do for more than three weeks, and it'll be some different shit. It's going to go off the top from this point. Ooh, yes, have a self-care day. Straight jacket. Y'all think I'm kidding. Watch this. You think I'm kidding? They're literally copying. They're literally copying. That's chapter seven in the free agent lifestyle. I'm going to show you. <laughs> you see that? What? Brothers. Straight jacket. Straight jacket. Self-care day. It's basically a day where you just do whatever, you spoil yourself, whether you buy yourself flowers, buy yourself makeup from Sephora, you can buy yourself new skincare products, get a massage, get your hair done, get your nails did, take yourself shopping, and get into the habit of doing that because that self-care day can turn into self-care days. Invest in your goals, no matter how big or small they are. Yo, the number of women that I see buying houses, investing in their businesses, starting businesses, going back to school to learn a new skill is astronomical. Bidding on a man to do those things for you, you're kind of centering them. Like and comment for more. But you can't make being a wife and a mother the center of your entire being. There's more. I'm done. I'm done with these people. I'm done with these people. Again, they don't have an original thought. They're followers. They're followers almost inevitably. It's... <laughs> That is crazy. Oh, man. And most of the time, we not going to miss them because they're going to be right back in three weeks getting up when rent is due. They're going to be right back. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. Jesus. Unbelievable. Oh, thank you for liking the stream. We're going to get to these uh, remaining contributions. I appreciate y'all. We headed into the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. Shout out to, uh, let's see here. Okay. Oh, I'm back here. 
Okay. Bob says, when you talk about top tier men, you mean looks wise, money or both. I, I consider top tier men more of a uh, more about income or status. That's what I consider top ten, tier, because if you're in the suburbs, ugly ninjas with money got bad, badass soccer mom wives. <laughs> right. So uh, looks and the looks department for younger women, that becomes the priority. So for younger people under 25, it's looks. Okay, but then when you get it to over, over 25 and you get in the need category, it becomes money. All right, but I think status is the biggest issue. And that's what they're looking for, status people. Ninja Snuggle, hey coach, just wanted to say that Cry Reese's new song, Is This Love or Is This Transaction? It sounds like Barney wrote the song. All right, shout out to Barney. You know, he probably don't, he probably not good at writing. All right, he probably doesn't have a ghostwriter. All right, uh, Replica GL says, I've been on monk mode since 2009, but now I'm starting to become sexually attracted to office furniture. Interesting. I think I need to go out and get on the dark side. Yeah, you need to get that venom out. Venom, venom. John Doe says, uh, what is your advice on how to deal with feminism in the workplace? Quiet, button your mouth, keep doing your job. All right. Uh, and and uh, I've kind of been on record of saying the corporate corporate landscape is not really for men. Um, and we used to have a show where we talk about men are dropping out of corporate America. There was one of our famous accountants that is a man, you know, he's a red pill aware accountant. He used to talk about that. He did a show and I broke it down. That was in 2018. Men are dropping out of corporate, especially men that are uh, ambitious. They don't want to deal with the bullshit. We saw this with the me too culture. Men are dropping out of college. They're working out at home. They're not mentoring women. They're, they're not dealing with corporate America. And if you're in there, you're in there. I'm not telling you to leave corporate, but a lot of guys have decided to just cash out of corporate. They got up out of there. But if you're dealing with it, just know that uh, those people go there to promote feminism. And they just push pa- pencils and papers around. And uh, inevitably, they, they make it harder for you as the guy. You're going you're gonna to carry the weight. Yeah, it's like a beehive. It's a bad place to be. Like, it's it's a very frustrating place to be because you can't tell them. You can't even demonstrate physically, dress-wise, with your presence. You cannot demonstrate any level of anti-feminism in this workplace. And I would get fired on the spot. I wouldn't last two two weeks in corporate or any workplace. I wouldn't last two damn weeks. I would get fired fast. Right, because I would be trying to tell people about themselves. Now, that would be the very thing that they will want to hire me for. All right, so I get a lot of job offers. It's amazing. I get tons of jobs off offers. Um, even just walking through, walking, just walking. I'll go on a walk. People be offering me jobs. So this gives give me an indication that I'm like I'm always going to be employable because the number one thing that people like about me is that, like I'm I'm straightforward. I'm a I'm a straight shooter. Now, I'm not a mean straight shooter, but people be like, you, you look like you can handle yourself. And people like that. But then when you get in there, then they want you to tap dance. Let me give you an example. Um, was it Joe Rogan? And recently, there's a guy, if I can remember his name. Um, he's a guy that he had his own sports podcast. He's a former NFL kicker or punter. And now he's on ESPN recently. He's on ESPN. 
Now, yeah, I'm a leader because they see leadership qualities for me. I mean, that's why people, I can walk through the mall and people want to hire me. Can you sell suits? Can you sell shoes? Can you do this? I mean, it's all the time. And then I'll meet people and they're like, hey, we're looking for a person like you to join our team. What do you do? When we have a small company of 50 people, they'll hire me right on the spot. But um, with no interviewing. Now, what's the dude's name? What's the dude's name that um, Pat McAfee, so Pat McAfee and Joe Rogan, they found out the hard way. So they have an audience. People like them. They have a grassroots audience. They have an audience that is somewhat unplugged from the mainstream. But the mainstream sees them as valuable. And so they'll like, ESPN will call Pat McAfee, come over to our place, save us. We'll give you, we'll give you a bag. We'll give you a job. Pat McAfee didn't call ESPN. ESPN called Pat McAfee. Spotify called Joe Rogan. They saw the value. Now, once they got over there, guess what they'd start doing? All right, we love your show, but can you can you tamp it down a little bit? Can you stop cursing so much? I know you curse on YouTube, and YouTube doesn't punish you, but we want you, but we want a lesser version of you. We want the decaf version of you. We want the crystal light version of you. We don't want the one cup of sugar Kool-Aid. We want your crystal light version of you. Well, here's the thing. The crystal light version of me is not what made me me. It's not what made me the leader. It's not what made me the boss. It's not what made me the big dog. I didn't get here giving you the tap dance. I got here by being a straight shooter. I got here by being a leader. Now, either you want me to come in here and lead or not. What do you want? Because I'm me, and when you hire me, you get me. Now you want to censor me. Now you want to protest and pull off my, my, uh, my, uh, my uh, Joe Rogan had the snowflakes walking off the job because they wanted to censor him. You see what I mean? It's crazy. Then they want to tell me who I need to interview. Well, you can't interview. So when people be like, why don't you have sponsorships, coach? Because I'm not a sellout. I don't want no goofy-ass sponsor to come on my show and tell me they want to do a collab, then want to come up in here and tell me what I can and cannot say. So it's going to be me, or that's what it's going to be. But see, that's what happens in corporate America, right? They want me to be diet coach. Well, can you talk a little bit more about, no, kiss my ass. right? No, I can't. That's not what made me this. Well, you'll, you'll reach a broader audience if you do that. Well, guys, I'm going to tell you, if, if I did something like that, you know what will happen. Once I open the conversation up and, and I'll start saying, okay, I'm going to be more fair, fair and balanced. Remember, the middle, where I say the losers are. The, middle, the, the losers are in the middle. They claim to be brave, but they ain't doing shit. All right, they ain't taking no stand against nothing. They normally take the stand against a common enemy. They take the easiest stand. So, so what will happen is I'll open up the door. Okay, I'll be more balanced and fair. Now, you already know what's going to happen. The minute I open up the conversation to talk about how, sh- how goofy men are, that's going to be get more views, and they're going to be like, that shit's working. So instead of being balanced now, that's going to be 70% of the conversation. Now, 70% of the conversation is going to be about deadbeat daddies and men not living up to a responsibility trying to make women feel good because now the women have piled in and the sponsors now, they got their bag. They got their money's worth. Then it'll be 80% of the show. Then it'll be 90% of the show. Now it's sold out. Now the message is tainted. 
Now, men will look at me like a sellout, like they're doing Pat McAfee right now. Pat McAfee is the new sellout. Now, I can sell out and get that F you money, but I need to make sure that I get the audience understanding what the real message is. Now, all of a sudden, I'm not telling the truth no more. And then when I tell the truth, they're going to be like, mm, can you not tell that truth? Yeah. Then when I tell them to go stick it up their nose with a rubber hose, now I'm back on the unemployment line. All right, but <laughs> for a couple of mil, if they gave me the Spotify money, I will tap dance, Ninja. I'm just letting you know. I didn't told you already. I wish I could play my shuffling song. But if Spotify came up in here, Ninja, hey, K Sarah Sarah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Simplify. If they came in here and dropped that Spotify bag, Ninja, I will get up every morning, tap dancing. I put on my Hafiz suit, my monkey simp suit, and Ninja, y'all can say whatever y'all want in the chat. I will be tap dancing my ass off. Monkey simp sport coat, I will be up in there every morning. I'll be like, Coach Gang. <laughs> All right. Yep, I'm going to just say. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll see y'all. Yeah, I'll see y'all in five years, Ninja. I'll be off in the island. They're going to have to send my ass way on out there. Diet coach, here we come. I come on there. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. All right. I'm no longer EWF. I believe in the future of the female. All right. Abba Daba. All right, what I'm going to tell these women today, that I'm no longer the king of content or the king of kings. I'm just want my queen. All right. I want my queen of content. Next to me is my host, the queen of content and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, my queen. All right. Here we go right here. All right. No, there's no new world order. All right. And there's no economic disenfranchising. And I need my reparation and the Democratic fish fries next week. Aren't I going with my queen? Take over the show. I'm going to just sit over here and nod my head. Yep. I'm gonna nod, I agree with everything. Yep. I'm going to be at the fish fry. Any man that buys woman is a low grade man. Any man going to the JUCO, you need to be ashamed of yourself. Abba Dabba. <laughs> I'm going to be like, got to get my bag and run. <laughs> anybody going to the junior college on the dark side, you the real problem out here because you taking advantage of those women's. You taking advantage of these poor women's that is in the need and they in binds and you out here paying for these women because you're a low grade human being. Abba Dabba. We need to uplift the black woman. We need to uplift the black woman because she's the backbone of the community. And I cannot wait so I can strike my vote for Kamala Harris. I'm going to be striking my vote for Kamala Harris tomorrow. And all these metaphiles need, need to be ashamed of yourself. If you over 40 years old, you only need to be with a woman 55 and up. All right. I don't care about y'all out here trying to go to these teenagers and out here you a metaphile. <laughs> Every morning, I deliver. Uh-huh. How much you giving me? $245 million? Here we go. Shuffling. <laughs> I'm driving the Tesla next week. Yep. Tesla fired up. Everybody should get you a Tesla. You don't need no sports car. Only weak men use sports cars. 
to justify the fact they got small baloney. And you probably got a small baloney pony out there. I would call it a sausage, but pause. All right. But anyway, I do have my Reading Rainbow co-host. He's going to tell us what's on the menu down at the Reading Rainbow. All right. Everybody need to go to a show and see these boys dress like men. All right. With women. Yeah. You need to go out there. Yeah. <laughs> he says, remarry your ex. You know, I decided to work it out with my ex-wife after all these years. You know, I realized I was the problem the entire time. And I made all this content in relation to that, and I realized I was the problem. So what I decided to do was put myself on child support and get back with her. And we've been having a lovely situation here for the first couple of weeks. Now, I don't think she's going to do anything dangerous to me, but I'm going to remarry that woman. All right, I think that's the best course of action to keep my family together. <laughs> you know how popular I would be? Do you know how popular I would be? I was wrong the entire time and everything that I said about these situations out here and I and I and I damaged all of these men and told them not to get married. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell them the best course of action is to get back with your ex. <laughs> I would be I would literally have 2 million subscribers right now two million and a bag <laughs> they would turn remonetize my channel tomorrow they'd be like oh this is what we want he's doing it <laughs> right let's do the call in show all right call in tell me what you got all right your ex did this you paid off her debt she trying to divorce you hogwash you just ain't a good enough man and you ain't a strong enough man to handle a woman like that you pay off all her debt you fixes her mind and no she is not entitled to give you her body or drop neck. No, you watch her drop neck on another man. You bring another man in so she can drop neck and do the nasty without no interrupts. All right. You're interrupting in her debauchery and let her go out here and be a hoe. You married the hoe. You take care of the hoe. You pay the bills and you let her enjoy her life. <laughs> All right. Anyway. And all women don't do these things. Not all women will do it. <laughs> you ain't hitting it right. That's what happened. You must not have been hitting it right. All right. And that's why you got divorced. And that's why you found her dropping neck on her personal trainer. All right. You wasn't hitting it right. Could you imagine waking up to my show and you found this shit? Y'all just be like, what happened? <laughs> Who got him? New, 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 new world order. They would be like, who blink twice, coach? Nah, I'm gonna be getting that bag. I get in the bag. I'll be getting the bag. Everybody need to get them an overweight woman. All right. Stop leaving these overweight women out here out here. They got some good loving out here. You can get three, four flaps. You can get four titties, and you can get three booties too, man. You got extra everything. I know you like titties, right? Well, she'll have two up here and then one down here, and she might have three down here. You can play with six of them the entire time. Yeah, they make good women. You actually getting three women in one. Mm. All right, let me stop. <laughs> All right, let me stop here. Hey, if they drop that Spotify money on, I'm on. I'm on it. All right, I got to keep going with these super chats. JC says, how they just decentralize these balls in their jaw. All right, no drift says, yo, coach, salute. Stop chasing women. Focus on you. Money will come strong. Wisdom, health, wealth. These people are lost and pain is coming. Trust me. Shout out to you. And good to see you again. 
All right, Homer says women talk this chicken balk because they're not married. Yep, and if they got married, it would be even worse. All right, it would be even worse. Smith and Wesson, all that talk till they get hit with a brick. <laughs> all that talk till they get hit with a brick. And why aren't these men saving us? John Doe, decentering uh, men is just a fake version of monk mode. Yep. The difference is men thrive on our own and women don't. Yep, they'll never make it. They can't last three weeks doing this. Three weeks. Three damn weeks. All right. Uh, shout out to Lee Smith says, if you're an independent and you're out doing the big boy stuff, they hire you in order to not compete with you. They sabotage you on purpose. Did you hear that? Yeah, when you're independent, they do stuff like that. This is why, like, you know, people are worried about Pat McAfee. When they see you're independent, they're like, hey, you're taking our market share. So what we can do is bring you in. We eliminate the competition. We reward you with the money. And then we sabotage your shit. Right? And then now you're not here. Now you're not a competitor. That's definitely true. And businesses work like that. Businesses work like that. So that saves ESPN the, the need to lose all of that viewership. Now they got the guy over there, but they're going to screw him over. Everybody knows it. Kalen, last one. He says, I've said it before. You can't spell the word woman without man. If that doesn't tell you that women do and will need men, I don't know what else does. Women can't do ish without men other than just putting on makeup, and they need men for that too. And that's a fact. Oh, Jeff, the producer for two hundred and fifty million. I'll forgive you, Coach. Salute. Yeah, I have to. I'll have to uh, pay y'all off after the show. All right, because y'all gonna be back there with bats, <laughs> firearms, Uzis. After every show, I'm gonna have to come outside. I'll be out there smiling, showing my teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. I come outside every day from the studio after I've been shuffling for three hours. Y'all be outside like, all right, pay your tab. I'm gonna have to pay all y'all off. All right, man. Sorry, friend. Sorry, fam. It's still free agent lifestyle for life. Here. I'm going to pay all of y'all ninjas off. <laughs> y'all be ready to whip my ass after every show. Every week, the crowd gets bigger and bigger. Ninjas like, I've been following you since 2018, ninja. All right. All right, here you go. Here you go. It's just, it is what it is, ninja. You know what it is. You know what it is, ninja. Very <laughs> sad. Bricks, everything. Ready to whip my ass after every show. All right. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to have to roll deep with security because y'all ninjas going to come for my neck. Hey, man. Uh, where we at? Bre uh, OT, OBO, CGA, and Boy Simp Walking Show on Fox TV. The name of the show is Love Overweight Women. Give me the other Taker Bell. Shout out. And old women, too. Old women. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Shout out to y'all. Look, we made it. We got one more show for the week. I appreciate the support. Hey, um, is Cash App back up? I don't even know. Joe Burrow got paid. He got engaged too. Yeah, Cash, Cash App looks to still be dead. So if you supported it, I don't know. I can't see anything. Shout out to the coach gang. We going to be ready for the weekend tomorrow. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Get nigga? your bail money ready and your JUCOs in line. And we out of here. Peace.